Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren, and welcome to Average Bikers in a Cave. A show where a group of average bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike. From news, reviews, interviews and the big questions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, tell your friends and leave us a review. On today's show, episode 39, it's our usual ramblings and a bumper check-in. We've got some big news stories, some nice new shiny bikes. And we've got this week's big question, which is, hey, guys, what equipment do you use? This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant, with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. The button in the That's that working. So that we don't make a balls of that than we did before. Right. Which means we're in section three. This meeting is being recorded. Yes. Got it. Yes. Oh, we've is. got it. So I have. We've got it now. You can hear me. I can hear you. It's all grand now. Can I oh. hear your fancy buttons? Oh, you went all funny there. Fancy button. Oh, I heard that. The diamond dog. Fancy button. And this week's fancy button. Oh, I love my gadgets. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Uh. I like that one. I think I spend more time actually trying to find the button of the week rather than the rest of the show, which is probably... I, <laughs> I, probably, I don't know if that says a lot about, I mean, either our incredible talent at writing the show or um, our incredible anal, analism, is it analism, at trying to find the perfect button. Yeah, I think it could be a bit of doesn't yeah. always work. <clears throat> All right. Right, let's go for this, shall we? Yep, show on the road. Check-in time. It's check-in time. Yes, indeed. What so, about check-in? Sport, sporting my little free trial yeah. now, mug. Let's just, let's just check in by checking that you've also pressed the record button on the actual yes. desk bit. Yes, you have, yes. yes. All recording. Not just um, everything's recording. All buttons Brilliant. are recording. Check-in time, then. <laughs> um... Right, I have been out on my bike a few times actually, um, just kicking about a bit. I took it into work, uh, ran that wee dream. It does need a good clean, to be fair. It does. Um, we took it for a spin to Triumph. We'll talk a bit more about that yes. later on. Um, for those of you that follow West Coast Triumph, you might have seen us pop up in the live on Saturday. Um, that'll give away what we're going to talk about. But uh, there we go. Um, but in terms of bikey stuff, um, don't know, just uh, uh, on on the odd occasion that we've had a bit of dry weather because the weather's been pretty pants keek. anyway. Keek. Yep. Yeah, keek, I think that's the word. I've had the bike out a few times, which has been great. Um it's it's, it's running absolutely fan dabby dozy. So um, what else can I yeah, any gadgets to talk about? Maybe one wee new gadget we've got, which um which you may see a wee snippet of when we put a wee video up from a, from last Saturday. With the the the, the mm, haba, haba, haba. so 
Um, the Hover X1 arrived, which is cool. So we've used uh, we've used that um, for a wee bit of filming, and uh, I've just taken it out and had a wee bit of play with it. It's pretty cool. Um, so um, yeah, I think check-in wise, uh, not huge amounts to um, to talk about. Uh, very excited about a few things that we saw at Triumph. We'll talk more about them later, but the the big thing that's non-motorbike related, but is also motorbike related. And when I say non-motorbike related, I mean, it's not actually about a motorcycle, but it's about motorcycle clothing. So is the uh, uh, happy uh, stuff, a triumph. And uh, I may I may have purchased a jacket and a hat, may possibly have purchased mm-hmm. a jacket and yeah. a hat. So there we go. Oh, wow, dear. Oh, oh I don't know. It's just, just gone oh. your wee feet. Oh. I must oh, have done it. You disappeared from me there. There you go. Um, but yeah, so um, um, as, as you'll find out later on, we're, we're talking about gadgets and stuff like that this week. So um, plenty of things to kind of talk about that I would probably go into more detail about in the check-in, but we'll go about more detail about in the actual big gadget thing, question big thing. Big thing. thing. Yeah. What about what about yourself? I, mean, I know I, you know I know you're out the pan uh, triumphing Saturday myself. So, but um, yeah, I've had a few nice dusk runs. Nice, because the would you call it? For albeit, you mean it as long as you time it right, you're mm. always you mean you're not heading back home into the sunlight, it's really mm-hmm. quite a nice time to ride. And the roads have been fairly quiet, so um, just playing about with a sat nav still, um, just making sure that I'm 100% comfortable and confident in it. Which you mean, again, given the fact that we're really probably going to use it until kind of next year. Um, it's mm-hmm. still one of those ones. I'd still like to plot another couple of wee routes and do a couple of wee runs in it and actually start to plot out some waypoints and stuff like that on it. So that'll, nice. be, the, that'll cool. be the next thing. Um, but other than that, yeah, not much. Um, it's all been about it's all been about my wife's bike um, and getting organised yes. for that. That's exciting. That's exciting. Yes. So um, I don't know if we covered it in the last one, but yes, her bike has went back to the finance company. Um, because yep. of obviously it's constant faults. Um, again, not a fault of a dealer, but a fault of the actual manufacturer. Um, and pretty sure in the last one we said we're talking about it being a possibility, but it wasn't. It wasn't yes, any. so it's a definite. It's definitely. It wasn't, it wasn't Stevie Wondered, you know. Signed to delivered. Signed to delivered. Yeah. Yes, well, it's signed to delivered now, um, because they've returned obviously our deposit and our monies and stuff and everything. She's kind of paid in for the bike, which is cool. And she has purchased her new bike, which is a Woo-hoo! Ninja Thousand SX, and it's the performance tourer one. So it's got the Akapovic exhaust and the panels and the touring screen and the sports cowl, and it's got everything put you could throw at it. So we are going up to pick that up in a couple of days. Oh, and guess who's on the insurance? This guy. Woo-hoo! So that'd be quite cool. And I'm just hoping she's obviously getting the old seat on it. I'm just hoping that they give her. The other seat as well, which they should do, because it comes with the bike, and then it's just what you got, because that means I can take her lord seat off and put the normal seat on it. Mm. Always um, thinking, up there for thinking, mate. Up there for thinking. So that'll be good. good. So yeah. maybe get a wee review up on the 2023 Ninja Thousand SX, which is cool. And then the only other thing I think that we've talked about is obviously Birmingham's coming up. Um, yes. And. Six weeks or something. Um, Six or seven weeks, yeah. So, yeah. So we are going. 
I'm just not 100% sure how we're getting there or what the plan is and staying over and stuff like that. But we we'll definitely plan. The funny feeling will be, we'll probably be car, but if it's dry weather, we'll take the bikes. Aye, if it's dry weather, we'll take the bikes. But feeling that, we'll need to. Um, Aye, but, but we're not holding it much hope for dry weather. That's the trouble, you know. Yeah. I'm hoping it's one of those ones like it's going to be really wet for the rest of September and then all of a sudden it's dry for the rest and of the year. And it's crisp October, November, Aye, it? which would be bearable. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't mean that, that would be because it's not really that far when you think about it. And we could probably get a decent hotel yeah. kind of on the outskirts. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, I, I might, I might be jet lagged, of course. Yeah, I get to go be. on my wee trip. So hopefully, my son and I are going to go scoot away to North America. And we could possibly be quite close to Milwaukee. So if we are, then we could possibly pop into um, yes. HD's headquarters for a wee look and see what's that happening. That would be pretty cool. During the 120th year, be pretty cool, you know. Uh, um, I don't know what will be happening. I know there's a museum and all that kind of stuff there. So, um, you know, if we get to, to Chicago, then we could possibly try and jump oh. up there. You know? um, the bears. You know, the, the other thing that I was looking at was, which we'll kind of touch on in, as part of the call it, but looking at Route 66 um, for charity. But again, we'll touch on that as part of the call it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, bits and bobs happening. Oh, and I had the man flu. I had the man flu for like 10 Aye. days, which has just ruined me, to be mm. honest. Um, I still think it's COVID or a variant of COVID. But I need tests. Probably. So I Probably. Tests, so Probably is. Anyway. And there's no guarantee a test will work anyway, so. No. Big part of the check-in, right, yep. which we can touch on, which we'll go back to. Yeah, but careful when you talk about touch on, because you don't want to go full Russell Brand here. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so. topical. I know, really topical. See? Really topical. Yeah. Is it too soon? Mm, nah, no, never. Um, that's, that's what she said. <gasps> oh, take that. Thank you, thank and you. party. Um, yeah. Obviously, but I'm holding up, which obviously you, you you can't hear me holding it up on the podcast. But um, my little Aww. freebie triumph for the ride, triumph on tour cup. Kind of term is it? It's not a thermos, is it? Is it like a thermos? It's a, it's a kind of thermal cup, a thermal kind of insulated cup, cup which keep, is keeping my keeps tea. the heat longer in your in your in my brew in my brew in my brew in my brew. Yep, and that was a little keeps thing. heated longer. We got we got one of these each and a little key yep. thing. Um, as a thank you. As a wee thank you from Sean at West Coast Triumph yeah, um, for going on going on the Facebook Live and giving her and her viewers our thoughts on the, the new Triumph 400. The, the Scramble, are they? Speed 400 and the Scramble 400. Yes. Which um, we were um, suitably impressed with, I think it's safe to say, isn't it? Yeah, so I think let's, let's obviously start. Obviously, we've got a video coming up. Um, yeah. Of this, yep. which we'll share obviously in the socials, socials on the socials mm-hmm. and stuff. Yep. Um, but yep. just our initial thoughts. I think when we were in the door, it was like it took us longer to find them, even though they were like right there on display. Aye. It's because <clears throat> they don't look. They don't. Yeah, they don't look like four hundred. They don't look like little four hundreds. You mean no? They they look. I think the scrambler is actually yeah. taller than the scrambler nine hundred. That's what William said, wasn't it? So, aye. aye. And the four hundred looks. Uh, looks a bit like a tri- looks a bit like a trident. Yeah. So they definitely don't look at a place, which is pretty cool. Well, they look great, and actually, the the you know we we, we talked about it in the, the live, and we're going to in the detail, but in the video, but the build quality is just it's it's triumph build quality. So you know, you know and again, you know, um, let's set no let's set no illusions here. 
you're not getting adjustable levers, you're not getting adjustable suspension, you're not getting this, no, you're, no, you're, no, no. you're not getting some of that. However, what is on the bike, do you know what I mean? It feels like really good build quality. It's like try-off build yeah. quality. Aye, so it's a, it's a good, solid 400 bike, yeah, starter bike, and, and the price range that they've, the rumour is they don't they're getting to give us the actual prices, but the rumour is um you know you're gonna get you're gonna get a pretty decent amount of bike for that money. Right, yeah. I think they were saying, as you four saying and a half it's not high for the speed four and a half for the speed four hundred to five, five to five and a half for the scrambler, wasn't it? That's what Aye. they're estimating. Yes. Um so you know, for what you would maybe put down as a deposit on a bigger bike, you could have one of them sitting in your garage, mm. you know, for scooting about as a commuter or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And if, Absolutely. Um, I mean the 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 speed four hundred is a commuter bike. Oh, they all jump on it. You know, you filter through traffic like a like and, a wafer thin mint. And um, it's quite it's nice soft suspension, so yeah, it's going to handle potholes and all that kind of stuff. And you're going to be able yeah. to even on twisties, you're still going to have fun on that little thing. I say little thing, totally. you know, it's not that little, but you know what I mean? It's not that little, yeah. I mean, um, uh, we did do, on the video, we did talk about, um, will, will I be able to fit the Scrambler? Because it, is, it does look quite high. And guess what? No. So, <laughs> so, but um, I'm pretty sure it would just take a wee bit of lowering by the guys at the West Coast to just, you know, it was tippy-tippy toes, but they could load a, a wee bit for you, I think, I'm sure. There's probably a, something... link, a link kit and, a, you mean, just tweak the front forks a bit and you probably fit it. Oh, right. it was I was just about on tippy toes, but then I'm just a wee bit and a wee bit more comfortable in the 900, you know. But she shows that it is that bit taller, and then mm. um, you know what would be good to know is to feel what it's like. And you said this in the video, Darren, but good to feel what it's like, um, to to stand up in it and take it for a wee run. You know what it would be like off road, because you reckon you, it's light like, enough you could I, just. Oh, I totally. Uh, it's, you mean they're 170 kilos? They're super light. And you can feel it when you pick them up. I think the guy that sat on it after me nearly dropped it on the opposite aye, side. On the other way, so that's right. Um, and I just think, I think that scrambler especially, I think you could have some proper fun, you know, on the trails on that. Mm -hmm. um, they moved the exhaust. Yeah. The exhaust doesn't sit high up like it does in the 1200 and the 900. Mm -hmm. It kind of is in a, kind of, I would say, a normal position. Aye, it dips mean? under the fruit. Headers come the out and down and, and then pops up. Like it's, it's good. And we're talking to Don. Um, uh, the big cheese at West Coast, and uh, you know the big cheese, uh, uh, cheddar don as we call them. And <laughs> do, uh, we? <laughs> do we? Do we? <laughs> we do now. I'm going. We do now. Cheddar don. And uh, you know he was just saying you know, the, the engines are torquey. You know, so they're they're ideal for that up and about and kicking about on Aye. gravelly stuff and everything. You know, so nice, nice, Aye, great fun. Demo fun. bikes will arrive in December, I think. Yeah, um, December. Um, they're going it in January, and they'd already oh, they pretty much sold out. I sold out their aye, allocation. They, they only had about three, three left or something. Didn't aye, they? Scramblers. They're, they're, aye, scrambles. Their initial allocation, I think, they only had three left, and I think they were pretty confident they were going to get rid of them all by the end of the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, so, and the boys at Edinburgh prime for had already got rid of the allocation. Aye, we're saying. Aye, so um, they are going to literally be flying out the doors. These, these bikes. And again, just, it's one of those ones. I think if you wanted one. You know I mean, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll get more allocation. Do you know what I mean? Oh, they'll, they'll get just more. That's just their initial launch more, allocation. So I think but they will it's going to be a, a big seller for Triumph, you know. Um, it's certainly, I mean, we, we touched on it in the going live as well, the, the, you know, some of the other, there's there's really only one or two 400s out there in the market. So yeah. this is a real, real kind of contender 
to be the best 400 out there in the market, I think. I think you know, value for couple, money, I think it will be out. Yeah, value for money. There are a couple of manufacturers out there that are really, you know, kind of thinking, oh God, what, you know, what can it, we do here? It might, make that, you know, it might make that 400 market really competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, great bikes. Very, very impressed with them. But, but to be fair, they were only prototypes. You couldn't take them out. You could only see them in the showroom and sit them because you know. Obviously, we had um, Buddy the Biker Dog on, <laughs> you know, a, a few weeks ago, and uh, you know he, he talked about one of the things that Triumph are amazing with their testing. So they're clearly <laughs> still going through all the testing stuff. You know, a few weeks ago. <laughs> Aye, months, uh, months, months ago. Months. <laughs> Time flies by. Months ago, but you, we talked about the whole Triumph and, <coughs> the, and the way, the, the, the amount of testing that they do in comparison mm. to, to, you know, other manufacturers. So they're not going to let it out for you to do it until they've done all the testing, you know. But, right. but but in saying they're prototype bikes, they are how the bikes are going to look. They're not they're not concept bikes. They're just, they're, they're how they look. They're just going to make sure they tick all the boxes and do all the testing. So lovely, lovely um, kind of budget or starter machines. A two client, of course. So um, you, know, you could, you know, a, a good bike for you to start on if you're, you know, if you're a bit younger and a wee bit, you but still want something really cool. Looking. And you know, as we said, you are it's your ownership into the Triumph name and the Triumph brand. You know, and that that holds a lot of kudos for people. It does. You know, Triumph. You know, I mean, I, I still think of Triumph as. The kind of Jaguar of the motorbike world in the sense of that kind of traditional British, you know, um, kind of iconic name, you know, yep. um, you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, so you know, yep. I mean, you know, they're, they're a really good solid bike, well, well made and well priced, I think, in comparison to you know, some of the other stuff, you know, aye, so. it's, it's usually it's that it's that little bit of the badge, the name, the brand, do you know what I mean? And to get it at a, at, a, at a very reasonable price, if that is the pricing bracket, yeah, it's a no-brainer. It really is a no-brainer. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And again, I think the next step up is the Trident, which I think is about eight grand, mm-hmm. brand new, or seven, yeah, nine, 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 five or something like that. I wouldn't mind taking one of them out just for a wee go. I've never had a shot one of them. Well, we just go down and just ask the question. Go down and ask them. Ask the question, absolutely. But well, we've maybe, got a video coming out. For, we've got a video coming out on this. Where we've got some footage yes. and stuff like that. And yeah, but we, we, we kind of basically and... walked in, talked about it, and recorded what we are, are wondering. So we've got a video coming out. We've got some video of the bikes. You know, you can watch me dangling off it with my wee legs going and hanging off the camera. Like a kid in a swing park. A kid in a swing park. And then another thing we just did a quick look at. We've got a wee bit of video and pictures on. We'll just put up on the video as well is the, is the Ace Cafe Triumph crossover. Yes. So there's some really cool jackets and t-shirts and gloves and hats and things like that. Um, uh, that they've they've gotten you know in partnership Triumph and Ace Cafe and it's the big the big Ace Ace of Spades logo with Triumph and Ace Cafe on it. It's, it's really very cool. nice stuff actually. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely stuff. Um, so I picked up a wee windbreaker jacket just to kind of stoke a boot with. I know I was going to baseball back. cap because I've not got enough baseball caps. So no, you never have enough baseball caps. Never, never have too no. many. The um, I was going to buy stuff and then kind of realised that like I kind of spent a fair bit of my quota this month. Do you know what I mean? Um, because mm-hmm. I bought Comic Con tickets for uh, Edinburgh in October, nice. and we bought a couple of meet and greets as well. So, what are you meeting and greeting? We're meeting and greeting John Barman. Oh, nice guy, I met him. And Stephen Amell. 
Oh, um, Arrow. The Arrow, yes. Oh, cool. Nice, nice. So, because we did uh-huh. a fair That's bit of stuff cool. with his charity. Yeah. Um, oh. His kids charity, so. I'll make sure you tell John Marvin you know John Bell. How does he know him? Uh, he was in the episode. John oh, is in. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Small circles. Small circles, yes. Uh, yes, I know he's a, he's a funny guy, John Barrowman. Really like him. There's a fair few other folk up there. Uh, do you know what I mean? But they were the kind of... They were... Well, the... Would you call it the affair? Um, the two for Lord of the Rings. Sean Austin and... Oh, Elijah Wood. Aye, they're there as well. Oh, nice. Um, although, nice I'm actually raging. See, last year, Ewan McGregor was there. Was he? Aye, and I would have quite, I would have loved to have done that because then we could have did the, we've got the Ewan and Charlie, that's it, we've got the combo because mm-hmm. we've we met, met Charlie now, a couple of years ago. So, aye, cool. yeah. that would have been cool. But there you go, hey, you know what I mean? Hey, 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 it's a wonderful thing. Mm, Anywho, moving along nicely, uh, let's move into the call out section because yep. we have a little call out section because yep. we're starting to get more and more interaction. <laughs> interaction. Yeah, lovely. Um, uh, so, so give us a call out who we got um, I was wanting to just I don't think it's on the list here just now but go on then. just give another call out to the guys at um, in Renfrew uh, Linwood Renfrew Linwood say uh, Yamaha guys oh um, aye, aye still in power sports uh, still in power sports aye. yeah because um, uh, I was uh, now where was I going I was on the bike and I, I oh I was getting out my work I think it was a was I getting my work was a, anyway where was I, what was I doing anyway I was pulled into the the, the I pulled in to put petrol into the bike, yeah. Yep. I was going somewhere on the bike, and I can't remember where it was now. I really can't remember. But it was early in the morning, and I pulled in to put petrol on the bike, and uh, and then this, just, this, this big tall guy in a, in a bike come over and went, all right, and I'm like, all right. And then, <laughs> he's like, how you doing? And, uh, uh, you know, I'm for Stillings Power Sports, and, um, you know, he just he was chatting away to me. What a, what a lovely guy. What a he's nice a guy. He's a properly nice he's, bloke, so if uh, you're listening, Andy, nice bloke. And, and he's like, he said, uh, he said, there's only one person, there's only one person I know with a Chrome uh, Speedmaster, so it has to be you. And I went, Hi, it's me. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was nice to meet Andy, just, at the, just in the garage at Linwood. Hey, I learned with die. So we really uh, should uh, go up and take him up on his offer because he said to come up and we can demo pretty much anything we like. Anything we want. Aye, we'll, we'll get that sorted and we'll come in and see you, mate. That was uh, so, a big shout out again. That was nice to thanks for coming up and saying hello. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure to meet you. Lovely, cool. Aye, he is a properly nice guy. That so if you're Probably ever in, if you're ever looking for a Yamaha and you might go to like one uh-huh. of the Yamaha centres. Oh, I was going to my there's a choir there. thing on Saturday morning. There's a choir thing I did a few weeks ago. It was quite cool. That was quite good fun. So, uh, that's what it was. Uh, oh, is that what it was? Big shout out to Andy. So that was uh, a few weeks a few weeks ago now. Has that been how long since we've done our last podcast? Yeah. Aye. Aye. Good Probably. to meet you, mate. And uh, we will pop up and see you. Yeah, absolutely. I know. We will put time aside. We need to really yeah. put time aside because that was what Shan was saying when we at Triumph. We need to go in and have a chat with her and Simoto Photo and Wally or yeah. a couple of guys in there just specifically about Triumph, which we said we were going to do mm-hmm. for ages. And they're, they're so open to us going in and having a blather. We just yeah. have not really got room to it as well. Um, yeah, but we're going which, to get that sorted. Yeah, which bring the... also kind of brings us on to... Um, one of our call-outs, which mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big hi to um, a guy called Dave Perry. Now, if anyone watches a lot of YouTube, which is me, I think I've completed it in that 10 days. That was off for the man flu. But um, there's a channel in there called Really Good TV, um, and it's a guy called Dave Perry. Um, and Dave's in Ireland um, 
but he's a cameraman, works in the UK and stuff like that, but his channel's so good, and he's got some really nice technical stuff, if you want to learn more about YouTube and filming and different techniques and stuff, and then mm. he's just got his normal kind of, I'm out for a run, I'm going to try and find ice cream, I'm doing all this kind of stuff, and I'd reached out to Dave um, with regards to this Route 66 charity thing, um, which um, it's a it's for the Temple Road Children's Hospital in Dublin, um, and they do it every second year, and they've been doing it since like 2001 or 2002, and they've raised about 5 million euros so far for that, that children's hospital, and they're doing it again next year. Um, but obviously you need to raise quite a substantial amount of money, um, which is the point I'm at the minute. I'm trying to look and see how's, what's the best way to do that to almost guarantee yeah. your spot. Um, so, but yeah, I got chatting to Dave about stuff, and Dave's agreed to come on the show. We just need to agree dates with Dave. He's such a nice guy. So, if you haven't checked out Dave's channel, um, yep. check out Really Good TV. We'll put a link in the in the notes. But yeah, he's he stuff's brilliant, and he, he makes no bones about it. He's actually a cameraman on Come Down with Me, um, for Channel Four, huh? which is quite cool. Um, <laughs> but he's just he's such a lovely guy, and he's a night. I don't want to say he's a nice easy watch, that sounds creepy, but his videos are a really nice easy watch, they're quite engaging, they keep you... Uh, they're good, they're real, thingy. they're real, do you know what I mean? Totally, it's just, it's really just, authentic. It's just him being him, do you know what I mean? It's oh. really good, it's just, you know, very and genuine. He's, and he's a VFR owner, so he can't go around with VFR uh, can't go around with that's a touch of quality. We did see a nice VFR sitting in... Try and show them we've got one in. <laughs> we did. Like, we had a nice oh, week to it. So yes, yeah. so that was one. Um, another shout out to um, Murray, um, so Marmoto, um, for the Triumph colouring sheets. Um, he'd obviously sent us a link to say here, I thought you might appreciate <laughs> these, and it's actually on Triumph's Facebook page, and you can go on and you can print blank um, blank sketches of different bikes, and obviously he'd sent Ian, I mean, your little speedmaster, and then you can actually take print them out and go and call them in, right. which I thought was so cool, right? Um, I know. I'm, 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 I'm researching coloured pencils at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> am I just going for a for a for standard you oh, know, you good set. Faber Castell, or am I going Caron Dash? You know, Faber Castell. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so, or oh, well, I just go for Derwent. Damn it. <laughs> Pink you get a couple of Jainers pencils at the fine. They're blank white. Um and then last year uh, is obviously to a regular friend of the show, which is Ivor. Um oh, Ivor, Ivor, cheers, bud. Ivor always pings us with feedback and additional tip bits and stuff like that. Aye. Um and you I mean this last episode was no exception. He sent us a big list of kind of funny place names that we um that because obviously we started funny place names, and he yes. sent us a list of some which were. I actually had to go and double check that they were real, and they are real. Um, they are real. So Ivor, thanks, buddy. Um, and at some point we will get across. We'll meet you at that that little famous cafe. Um, and we'll get a catch up and a, and a proper weather. He's in, again another nice bloke. But right. leading on for that, Ian, I yes. think we should run through some more funny, place, funny names. place names. Yeah, you know, and I'm looking when 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 we look at a list, um, they're not they're not necessarily in the funniest of orders because for me, no. uh, I think number two is one of my favourites um, in Durham. Right, so, Aye, no, number <laughs> number three, number three, and the last one was my favourites. Aye. I did not number three. In fact, they're all brilliant. Ivor, you've excelled yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well done. Um, um, so first of all, we are north in the Isle of Orkney. There is a there is a place called Twat. 
T-W-A-T-T twat. Yes. Uh, but shall we say, do we need to say any more than that? Could you imagine, no. could you imagine, right, going through some sort of finance agreement over the phone? I know. Uh, can I just take your postcode there, you, Mr. Cressel? Yes. Yes, and and the town name and the twat. town name twat. Look, you don't have to. I'm just I'm just trying to fill in a form, sir. You don't need to be rude. What's the town name? It's twat. And don't look. I'm going to have to hang off. You're being you're being this offensive, sir. <laughs> how many folk in the in the town of if you listening from twat messages and let us know how yeah, many times do. you've been hung up on when you've yeah. been asked for your town name. How many bikers are there in twat as opposed to how many twats have got bikes? You know what I mean? So, you know, who no, knows? No twats have got bikes. No twats have got bikes. All the bikers are, uh, are, are loved. Brothers, the, the two-peeled warriors. Um, number two, uh, and one of my favourites, Fanny Barks. I just love that in Durham. So in Durham, there is a place called Fanny Barks. There we go. So if you're from Durham and you're a Fanny Barks biker, please let us know. Um, please let us know that should be a t-shirt that they, they, they get printed <laughs> Fanny Barks Bikers the Diamond Downs you know? have struck again <laughs> so uh, uh, number three do you want to say number three this is my favourite favourite this is my favourite between York and Scarborough on the east coast you have Wet Wang W-E-T W-A-N-G Wet Wang yeah, but some that lies so between good. York and Scarborough says that a euphemism for the perineum, but there we go. Uh, which is you know probably I mean? good, really also that, very close to the wet wang. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 yep, there we go. Uh, uh, in Lincolnshire, in Lincolnshire, um, there is of course Bitchfield. Been there. Uh, Been there. Bitchfield. Yeah. Mm-mm, yeah. Boyfriend. Yeah, Bitchfield baby. Yeah. Um, and now this is this is a bit of controversial one because there'll be a number of people that do not like this word. And yes. uh, for those that listen to it, I'm going to say and don't like the word. I'm going to make sure I say it really slowly. So, um, but for people, that, but people that like ASMR, um, this is a very good word for that. So, and in Utoxeter, um, of all places, there is a there is a road, or a, a throughway, or a thoroughfare, or a small kind of place, and it's called Moisty Lane. Yeah, that's right. That does. Lane. It does sound like a I should, I should really use one of my wee fancy buttons, shouldn't I, for that, shouldn't I? See, that doesn't work. Yeah, you know I mean, it just it stops it. No, it's just too much, isn't it? Yeah, too much. Absolutely. Or you could, or you could go a bit creepy and go. Nice 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 Oh, yeah, maybe that. Oh, yeah, I hope yes, that comes. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works. I hope that works. Either that, you've just got me saying "moisty lane" in my own voice so many oh, times. Oh, no, I'll record that. Do. I might just need a little yeah. bit of amplification, but it'll be coming in. Oh, cool. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then in Evesham, in Evesham, um, we have another lane. Three Cocks Lane. Another lane. Three Cocks Lane. There we go. That's uh, that's one to stand up in. I'm sure I've seen that's a video. It. I've sure I've seen a video called that before. I'm sure you have absolutely. Um, he, on on that hub of some kind. Anyway, yeah. What have we got next? Oh, but this is this is uh, probably appropriate that I say this one. To be fair, um, in Rowley just there is a place called Bell End. Yes, Bell End. Yes, indeed. Woo-hoo! Where are you from, Bell End? Again, I've told you. Could you please not be so rude? Could you just? Again, I'm just it's... asking you a question. It's on my script. It's, you know who who. When they were coming up with the name of that, I'm assuming it's some sort of cul-de-sac. 
Mm. Do you know what I mean? It must be. It must be. In a kind of you know? roundy shape. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Uh, and of course, the next one, uh, you know, one of my favourite places, right, is just, just across the border. My brother lives right close to it, right? So just in Donegal, right across the border, there's Muff, right? So you can dive into Muff anytime when you're over at my brother's, right? And it's just, it's a, it's a nice sweet trip, you know? You just kind of... That, 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 you know. that is now a waypoint on the island tour. Oh, uh, absolutely. You'll be, going through, you'll, be diving, you'll be diving in Muff, right? Don't worry. So, um, and and the beauty is that I actually tell you a wee story about that is that when my brother was first <laughs> over to Donegal to meet his, his now wife, his father-in-law, his, his prospective father-in-law, and uh, they drove into Muff, and the, and the first thing he said to him was, "Have they got a diving club?" That was the first thing he said to him, you know. So from that that day forth, they've got on that house and fire. So that was quite good. But why, isn't, why, isn't, isn't, why isn't who right? I have got this mental image of your brother's father-in-law being the uh, father-in-law for Dairy Girls. Why have I got that <laughs> in my head now? <laughs> <laughs> Raymond, if you're listening, and Raymond, you're, you're nothing guy. like the father and Derry girl. You're fine. You're brand new. <laughs> top man, top man is, uh, is Raymond. I do like like him a lot. But yeah, no. And partly there's also there's I don't know if he's like a joiner or a plumber or something, but there's an Andy diver, um, uh, and he's got a van that says a diver muff. So brilliant, you know what I mean? Oh, that's uh, genius. They have they have a yearly festival. They have the muff festival every year. <laughs> so you can you do yeah. I've, I've got a flyer from the twenty first muff festival sitting about somewhere. <laughs> Must look it out. Anyway. That, I mean, we haven't even please got that last right, but Please tell me it's sometime in May. I it hope was... so. God, I hope oh, so. I think oh, it is oh. actually fun enough in the Muff Festival. Anyway, so that's it. So that's Muff. But an Upton upon Severn, there is a place called, Darren, go for it, it's called? Mingeland. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like the um, smelliest, slimiest theme park anybody <laughs> can go and visit. You know what I mean? You know, it says, like, to... it says like a theme park that that hub place would, you know what I mean, build. Aye, absolutely. Just, you know it's, I mean? it's, it's the kind of theme park that Banksy would build in it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, man. Like Banksy's Mingeland, you know. What would the rides be like in Mingeland? You don't want to know. That's, no. Even that's no. a loaded question, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So, on the next show, uh, we'll have our guest uh, presenter, yeah, so if, Russell Brand, to talk Russell about Mingeland. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a, yeah. You have to be you, you, you can't be above this talk again. So that's oh, that's too much in it. That's too much. We shouldn't go there. We shouldn't go there. By the way, honestly, right? We should come yeah. up with names for rides for Mingeland. Yeah, that, that would be good. Ivor, if you're listening, <laughs> anybody that's full full Ivor here, please, mate. And we want we want at least five different names for different rides that you would have to go on in Mingeland. Mingeland. <laughs> the haunted castle, you know, you know. We're not, we're, not even go, we're not even going to go with the, the kind of food trucks that will be available. You know? <coughs> oh Jesus! But, uh, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, and lastly, and and it's a famous one. I think we, a lot of us have, have heard of this one. I've seen people standing beside signs of it and stuff like that. Yeah. But in in Dorset is of course the town of Shutterton, which, which I think is brilliant. Which is, it's just great, isn't it? Shutterton in Dorset again. It's a place that sounds like. It should have its own comedy period drama. I know, absolutely. Shitterton. Yeah. It's like Bridgerton, but in Shitterton. 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 With that guy, what's his name? Mm. Berry. Oh, 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 Matt Berry. Aye. aye. Oh, he aye, should aye, be in Shitterton. He could, he could be Lord Shitterton, couldn't he? Oh, absolutely. You know yes. I mean? yes. You know, it's like, um, what's his name? Shitterton Abbey. That'd be so good, wouldn't it? Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Maggie Smith just sitting oh. in the toilet going, 
Devil Zigan album. Yeah, Lady Shitterton. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, funny uh, point. See? Aye. Uh, top yeah. drawer, Ivor. Top drawer, top my drawer. friend. Brilliant, mate. Thank you so much for that. Brilliant. Absolutely but amazing. Got a funny feeling a couple of these are going to spur on a whole separate segment. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Next please, week. so folks, if you're listening and you, and you can, please give us names for a imaginary <laughs> theme park rides that you would get if you went to visit Minchland. That'd be good. Thank you. Cheers. Yes. Nice one. <sighs> yeah. And then, and then we'll have a ten minute read. We'll have our introduction pilot episode of our ten minute period comedy drama next week. Shitterton. Shitterton. That's it, yeah. Do, do, do. I'm, I'm going to have to write a script for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. There we go. <laughs> oh, oh. God, I'm going to sweat on you, I'll tell you. I need a bath. Absolutely. <sighs> anyway. Right. What What's... have we got next? Hello. It's now time for the news. It is now the news. Time for the news. And there's some good, there's some good news this week. Some really good, good news. news, and you just know, right, that the news is going to start getting interesting in the next couple of months because the Italian motorbike show, the EC, what is it, EMCIA? Yeah, we we're going to go to that one, but we, to I be know. fair, we, we're just going to find a way to get there. Do you know what I mean? Well, we it didn't cost an arm and a leg. Actually, I found flights for eighty four pound. It's the, it's the stain somewhere in the it's the stain somewhere in the, in, in, in the massive I, amount of Peroni that we drink. Well, that's the thing. And the um, the tickets were actually the tickets were like nineteen euros each. Not the plane tickets, but the actual event tickets. I'm thinking maybe next year. Maybe we should plan that. If for Route sixty six doesn't happen next year, I'm right, thinking I'm Milan. I'm thinking no. so good mm. Milan. Anyway, but yes, with that coming up in November, and then I think it's like a week or ten days after it, the MCN Live happens. Um, obviously, this is bike launch time, and people yeah. start to launch bikes. And obviously, we've got some of these here, um, but there's also some coming up later on this month, um, specifically next week, actually, which is the 28th or something like that. You've got the big launch of BMW's mm. new GS, 1300 GS, which is pretty cool. Um, again, we were planning to do a goggle bikers for it, but somebody's away muff. Do you know what I mean? So that's not. I'm happening. not. I'm not going to muff. I'm going to bell mullet. Bell mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bell mullet. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that was the name of the place I'm going to. Time to me, you know, bell mullet. Again, bell mullet. That's getting yeah. added as a waypoint on the trip. Anyway, uh, it's miles away. No, honestly, would be would be about six hours out of the way to try and get there. We can just wave. It, we can wave at the tunneling and the way past. If yeah. we see the sign that says Bell Mullet, we're, we're right. stopping. We're stopping for a picture. Aye, we're stopping for a picture. Um, so first up, um, we've got the Ducati Multistrada V4 GT or Grand Tourer. Um, Ducati have put on sale another variant of the already popular Multistrada V4. So currently in the Multistrada. V4 family, God, that's a mouthful. Let's just say the V4 mm -hmm. family. The V4 family for the multi. You get the standard V4, then you get the V4S, then you get the V4S that had a wee bit extra, which was called the V4 Pikes Peak, which was the kind of road focused variant with the 17 inch rims, um, bespoke race modes, all in semi active suspension, and then it's custom livery. Yep. 
Then you had the V4 Rally, which took a V4S, gave it a 30 litre tank, tall suspension, bunch of off-road rider aids, kind of go anywhere, multi-strada, bit like a GSA, but obviously for Ducati. And all of these are essentially the same bike, same engine, same power, right, that you get everywhere. Now, they've added a final piece to this jigsaw, and that's the Grand Tourer. So, like the rest of the family, it's an 11.58cc, 168 brake, 92 pound foot of torque, seat height of 840 to 860. Again, standard, but you can change seats and suspension and all that stuff. So you can take it down, I think, as low as 790 and up as high as like 875 or something like that. So there's a fair bit of play in there. I only ever dream of when you're sitting in an 875 bike. I can only dream of it. Join a club, by the way, and I'm mm-hmm. nearly six foot. Um, seven ninety, no, it's doable. Seven ninety, so doable. That's the standard mm-hmm. height of the Diavel that you sat on mm-hmm. at last night. Ah, which was like. ah, which is fine for I me. Know, was great, perfect, yeah. all on the price. Um, well, the weight—that's that small point. You the weight does <laughs> fluctuate between the va- between the variants. Okay, um, the new GT comes in at two hundred and forty kilos dry. Now, Ducati always said do there's dry for some reason. Everybody else does wet or fully loaded or whatever. But 240 kilos dry. Which is clearly, twi- Ducati do not have a dealership in wet wang then. No, dry. no, they don't. They've got it in dry wang, which is next door. Dry wang. Minge, Minge land. Sorry, that's um, so bad. It's so misogynistic, aren't we? It's oh, just I know, terrible. It's so bad. Then yeah. we'll have Russell Brand chapman the door. I, I get any trouble from Susan for being misogynistic and saying that if I bought a, if I bought two of those bikes, I'd get a divorce. She went, "You're just so misogynistic, you two. I get any trouble for Aye, that." Aye, she kill you first. You both. Not for buying the bikes, for being misogynistic. All right. I think I think I think it'd be. I think I wouldn't have got as much hassle if I'd actually just bought bought the bikes. Yeah. In the bikes. <laughs> Anyway, never go. Sounds looking. That sounds she, like and, she's, and she's absolutely right. Love her. She's never listened to the podcast, but just in case. I know. This will be one time she does listen. Anyway, the Grand Tourer comes in at 240 kilos dry, which is 25 kilos more than the bog standard V4, and it's 13 kilos more than the 30 litre tanked rally version. Well, that's pretty heavy. Right? And, this, and remember, it comes with a 22 litre tank. So, again, what comes with the Grand Tourer? So, essentially, it's a V4S. So, it's got a set of 19-inch cast wheels, right? No, the spoke variety. And a 22-litre fuel tank, which we just said. Yep. Doesn't get the big fuel tank that the rally version gets. Um, and that's apparently because it was going to affect the bike's handling too much. Um, so, what makes bit it... too top-heavy. bit too top-heavy. Um, so, what essentially makes it a Grand Tourer, then? Well... The Caddy have pretty much taken a V4S and just kicked it through its catalogue for of accessories. Mm. And at some point it's got stuck in the catalogue and they've they just had to drag it out with whatever else is on it. Um which isn't a bad thing. Okay. So it comes with a skyhook semi-active suspension, hard luggage, front and rear radar for adaptive cruise control and blind spot detection, mm. heated grips, heated seat both pass uh, both pillion and rider, additional fog lights, centre stand, tire pressure monitor. The bike also comes with some of the upgrades that the 2024 Multistrada is getting or will get inherently anyway, um, including the little air ducts that are at the side of the, the engine. And these, when you 
they're manually controlled, so you can open them up and it directs air up past the engine to cool the rider. And then in the winter, you can just shut them and that lets the heat of the engine stay in the driver's compartment and keeps you toasty, which is quite clever. That's clever, isn't it? Now, the only thing is, is the, that'll be great, you know what I mean, because it's going to need that extra air in the summer because it doesn't get, the Multistrada doesn't get that, well, sorry, the Rally does, but the rest of them don't get the the valve cutting that the new Diavo gets and that right. the Rally version gets. The engine on both of those, for all it's the V4 1158, has this, when it's in slow, like in town and things like that, it cuts to two, it cuts two of the valves. So it only runs at half its capacity, so it keeps it cooler. Now, for Ducati to do that on this bike would mean it was mm-hmm. a brand new bike. So it means they need to go through homogulation and all that kind of gubbing, so it, was gonna, it would cost them extra. Whereas if they mm-hmm. just literally take a V4S and just throw bits at it and see what sticks, means then it's cheaper for them to get it to market, which I get, it kind of makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I like that idea, do you know what I mean? That in the in the summer especially, you can just direct the air, because there's just little flaps, do you know what I mean? Right. Again, let's on you team Mingeland. Um The handlebars are off mm. the the actual rally bike, so they're slightly differently. They're mounted directly on top of the yoke rather than via the dampening blocks. Um, again, this helps um, with feel, especially if you're putting cast wheels on it, do you know right. it's going to give you a bit more feedback. Now, the bike's completely keyless. That includes the fuel cap, which is, again, it's handy if you like that kind of thing. I actually yeah. don't mind keyless, um, whereas I know some people are pure purists and go, oh, it needs a key. I have to have a key. On your bike or on a Bonnie, I get that. I get the key. And they've even kept the key in that old traditional place where it's not... I didn't decide. I didn't decide. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I mean, I, I actually, that's one of the things I do miss from the sports dress has been keyless. I love that. I love that keyless thing. That was brilliant. Do you know what I mean? But there you go. But I, uh, yeah, full keyless. Um, it's got a little glove box, which has actually got a little fan in it that cools the, the glove box. Mm. And it's designed, obviously, for your phone. So you can put your phone in, it stops your phone overheating on the summer days and things like that, especially if you've got it in there charging. However, that glove box was clearly designed before iPhone brought out the Pro Max versions because they just I, do not fit. I, I'm sure your S23s and all that as well. Just you know, uh, mobile phones are available from other manufacturers. Yes, it's yeah, no yeah. fit. If you get if you've got a Big Max phone, then it's going to. If you get a Nokia 3310, you you're cooking with gas. But no, be fair. If you've got a Nokia 3310, you can hang it for the back of your bike and a string, and it will still come back. It'll look oh, you can, aye, you, can, <laughs> you, can, aye, you can literally just bounce it down the street and it'll be fine. Um, lastly, the GT comes with its own paint job or its own livery, um, which is very nice. It's a black and grey with little flashes of red in it. Obviously, you're going to get a little Italian flag kind of elongated at some point, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. But yes, very nice colour scheme. It's, the, it's a beautiful colour scheme. It is a really color. nice colour scheme. Um, two things we should talk about in relation to suspension, though. Okay, and firstly, that's Ducati Skyhook suspension, which if you haven't seen it working, it is utterly brilliant. Now, I am going. I'm making a point because the Multistrada, whether it be the V2 or whether it be a V4, is not going to be on my shortlist for my next bike. 
you know I mean? Just can, you tell, can you tell that's why we've got extensive knowledge of this bike now? The, the oh, level I, of research that's gone into this particular model. And it, I can tell you the same with V2. It's more than every other bike. There we go. Aye. Um, firstly, the... Yeah, that, that skyhook suspension is just amazing. Again, imagine a piece of string running through the centre of the bike, almost the bike being suspended on it, and all that happens is, is the fork and the wheels move up and down, but the actual rest of the bike all stays the same. There's a nice video on YouTube of a guy going down stairs on it, and literally the bike stays the same, and everything else moves up and down, but the seat and the chassis and that with him on it doesn't he move as he goes down the wow. stair. Really quite clever. Really, really quite clever. Um, and yes, this suspension, you know I mean? It's... It should work on every bike. Aye. You know what I mean? That's, that's the way... Aye, suspension should work, as in everything everything goes up and down underneath you and you stay in that same place. But the Ducati one, just when you see it working, you go, that's how suspension's supposed to work. Um, so, yeah, if you get a chance, check that out. Now... Because that's semi-active and electronic, this means that Ducati can utilise what they call easy lift. Guess where this is going? Um, mm -hmm. And this is their automatic suspension lowering capability, which will lower the bike for three minutes when the engine is switched off but the ignition's left on. Um, you can also set it up to automatically drop the bike when you're moving at low speeds. Or you can actually control it with a button. There's a little button that if you hold it in, it'll just pop the bike back up or drop the bike down. So no, you can have it set default, you can have it automatic, or you can manually control it. And the manual control, you can actually do it even if it's set to automatic, which is quite clever. So it means then, again, thinking shorter riders, you're yeah. having that drop suspension, which seems to be the normal and bigger adventure bikes getting. Do you mean Pan's got it? You know, Tiger got their update. Yeah, I think GS I think it's, it's, it. it's it's you know that the, there is a real market for these bikes now, so they have to cater for the shorter ass gentlemen. Do you know yes. what I mean? And I know or female. Mike, I I mean a few a few still listens to the podcast. I know when he had his versus, he actually had to. They would only lower it so much in the versus. Yeah. This is an, obviously an older one. He physically had to kind of scoop out. Padding from the seat, yeah, in order to get it lower enough for, for for him, you know. And I sat on it, and and choose like me, he's got me short legs, right? <clears throat> and I sat in his versus, and it was to be fair quite comfortable, but but there was less padding. You had to scoop the, the padding out of the seat, yeah. And years ago, when I went to uh, Motorrad as well, that was BMW. They, they that they said that to me as well. I sat on one, and they went, "We can actually get you another seat, but essentially it's getting half the stuffing scooped out." Aye, said, it so, just means it's so if you're on it for a while, you, it's just not comfy. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Um, whereas bringing this ability to bring the bike just that bit lower as you slow down, you know, just takes away that risk. Unless of course you have to brake suddenly because somebody brakes in front of you, and then you drop your bike in the side, but then yeah. and the suspension doesn't go down low enough. There is you know? that. Not, not that I can see that's ever happened to me, obviously. No. <laughs> no, no never. Never. But anyway, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, the, again, there's a lot of extra stuff on this Ducati. As I don't see where the 240 kilograms of weight comes into it, um, but I, you mean, it is what it is. I mean, if you look at the mm. other bikes in that category, though, mm. it's not that heavy. I mean, the GS is 249 kilos weight. Right, the Tiger twelve hundred GT is two hundred forty kilos wet. The Pro GT is two hundred forty five. The KTM Super Adventure is two hundred seventy one, and the Pan America is two hundred fifty eight. Now, 
assuming 240 dry, if you add in, let's say, kilogram per litre of fuel, that's taking it up to 260. So it's, you know, it's between the pan and the and the KTM, right? But it's heavier than the Tiger and the GS. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But obviously, as that fuel gets lighter, the bike gets lighter, which is the yeah. same for every bike. Surprise, surprise. <clears throat> so it's not, for all it's a big jump, you know what I mean, from the standard bike, it's no, you know what I mean? It's no, it's no, it's no huge. It's not unbearably heavy. Do you know what I mean? Um, now again, all in all, this could be a contender again when it comes to me to trade up, if I can afford the price tag. This bike is twenty three thousand five hundred ninety five quid. Ouch! Sounds like a lot. Um, but if you bought a V four S and then spec'd it up in the accessories catalogue with all the bits, which I did have a go at doing. Right, and there's certain things that you, I mean, one that you put on there, like the rally handlebars and the paint mm. job and all that kind of stuff. But just for the bags and the grips, uh, the heated grips, heated seat, all that kind of bits and bobs and gubbins, that bike was coming in at twenty four two three five. So already you're saving seven hundred quid, and that's yeah. then you're not including the the recovery oh, and the get it uh, the 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 bars and all that kind of stuff so it's i reckon probably about 1500 quid saving rather than specking one up it comes into showrooms in, in october and i'll definitely be getting in for a nosy at one um because i think it sh- might be on my short list the v2 might be on my short list as well <coughs> as nice. as me some of the other bikes on the news of the night because bikes are starting to get really nice Yes. Anyway, they certainly are, and we get another uh, nice few bits and bobs coming up. Um, we're going a bit north now, so we're going up through Italy, uh, up through Switzerland, and we are into Germany. We are in Bavaria, and we are in the Bavaria Motorworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schnickelblufen. Yep. So um, BMWs are starting to come. The new BMWs are starting to show up here and uh, there and all over the place. Um, as you said, we were going to look at the GS1300 um, um, goggle biker, bikers thing, but we, I mean, we might still do a wee goggle bikery thing on it after it's out and right. give you an opinion as we're watching it, but um, we can't do it live, unfortunately, because I'm diving into muffs, so, uh, and then getting my bell mallet. So, um, so what can we say? Uh, now, we know this year um, we would get some new BMWs. With it being a birthday year, happy birthday, oh, yo! you know, so... Um, and the age of some of its models, there was a, at least a facelift due. Yeah. So like, like all the best Hollywood actors and actresses, there's a facelift due eventually. <laughs> so um, so here we go. So with everyone focused on the end of September and the new 1300 GS range, we forgot that there was a new middleweight adventure bike update. So we're going to have a look at the new F800 GS, F900 GS and F900 GSA. All new models are powered by the new 895cc parallel twin engine, producing 105 brake and 93 newton metres of torque in the 900s and 87 brake horsepower and 91 newton metres of torque in the F800. Um, all new tubular subframes. They've got upside down shower forks and monoshocks are part of the thing that drives down the overall weight. So unlike the big heavy um, ones that we're talking about, your Ducatis and all that, the F900 GS is 14 kilos lighter and once fully fueled, comes in at 219 kilos. The 900s 
they include a bunch of new standard equipment, you know, which is not a thing you often hear with BMWs where they've actually no. got standard equipment, you know, especially, um, you know, you, you, can, you can't get a standard BMW because nothing ever comes with standard equipment. You've got to add extra on for loads of things, you know. So they have got a six and a half inch TFT color display, probably one of the best in the market. Ah, it's a nice get, display. Yeah. Right. They've got a BMW ABS Pro. They've got dynamic traction control. They've got an Akrapovich sports exhaust. They've got a rain and road riding mode. LED fuel, LED headlights, and LED flashing indicators. So it's a LED up to the max. 12-volt and USB sockets. Engine guards. Heated grips. Hand protectors. Adjustable levers. Cross-spoked wheels, which look brilliant. The seat height is a standard is 870 mils. But you can get a lowered option, bringing it in at eight fifteen mils, um, which is probably still a wee bit too big for me, right? Unfortunately, but it depends There's on also, the shape of the seat as well. It does just depend on the shape of the seat, but I'm um, sitting in that blooming uh, scrambler on my bit, you know. There is also a high seat at eight ninety, and some rally seats that slot in between. The F nine hundred GS comes in black storm, well, black. That's a black black storm. Why does it got black storm? Black storm. Yep. Um, GS Trophy, which is red, white, and blue, or Passion, which is black, red, and Sao Paulo yellow. I actually quite like think, that. Which needs to be seen in the flesh, but the picture we've got is the Sao Paulo yellow, and it does look quite cool. I like it. You know, it's kind of it. It looks good, but it looks it looks like the kind of way you would you would color a bike in if you had a black and white picture of it to color in. Big shout out to Murray. Murray, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yep. Uh, if you upgrade to the F900 GS Adventure, you'll get all of the above and a bit more. You'll get a touring windscreen that's adjustable. You'll get an aluminium engine guards. You'll get a larger sump guard, stainless steel luggage carriers, plus a bigger fuel tank and wider looks. The F900 GSA comes in two colours Black Storm Metallic or Ride Pro, silver with black, blue, and red flashing. The colours in the G, but it's the same. Last, same. I remember I had an 850 GSA. Mm. The colours were only spectacular in the GSA. Mm. Nice on the normal GS, but the GSA Aye. it was like it spectacular names for a for oh. a relatively tame colours. Black Storm, Black Storm Metallic. You know, you, you expect it to come with Captain America or something. Like that. Anyway, the F800 GS, 87 brake horsepower. From the same 895cc and 91 newton of torque, this standard equipment you got a six and a half inch TFT color display again, probably one of the best in the market. Uh, again, you've got your ABS Pro, dynamic traction control, rain road mode, LEDs, 12 volt sockets, heated grips, etc. etc. Um, uh, all the same stuff, hand protected just with cast wheels, not spoked wheels, cast wheels. Um, your standard seat height is 815 millimeters, but it can be lowered, 815 millimeters, but it can be lowered to 760 millilitres. That's the short ass answer you're looking for. So or if you we want call a, it Ian Territory. Ian Territory. So if you want a wee a wee belt to the bike there, um you can get a comfort seat which takes it to 830 mils and a rally seat which takes it to 845 mils. Um, but you can lower it down to 760 mils, which is good for the wee short arses and all. So that's me. Benefiting from the F900 diet, the 800 comes in at a wet weight of 227 kilos. This coupled with shorter wheelbase and lower seat means it is much more manageable than most riders. 
the F800 replaces the old F750, but maintains that road-going GS feel, giving you the look of the adventure bike with all the manners and benefits of a more road-focused bike. Um, I mean, you could probably still take it off with kicking it about a wee bit, do you know what I mean? But I like tracks, I'll probably still handle it. Maybe I like it. tracks, but, but I wouldn't be taking it up and down, hit, up and down mountains. Um, Colour options are white, sports, the white, blue and red one, and triple black. <laughs> triple black, there we go. Triple black's um, always been a thing with BMW, though. It's like, it's like uh, the equivalent of a bag of black jack series. As with all these models and every other BMW, you can get a bucket load of optional extras. Of course you can. Either through dedicated packs like the Enduro pack, which is sportive suspension, black handlebars, risers, and M endurance chain. Or you can add more specific stuff like riding modes, keyless ride, shift assistant, pro. Um, the list goes on and on because it's BMW and they want to take everything they can out your wallet and out your finance agreement. So, you know, you, you, you think it's available on the bike, they'll add it on for you somewhere. You know, there we go. That's it. That's the the F nine hundred and eight fifty. By the way, by the way, I I'd be interested to go and look at the F nine hundred. Yeah, or the nine hundred GSA. Again, depending on the color. The nine hundred, right. I think, is a nicer color. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's one of the mm-hmm. ones you're looking at it and going, really, should, does your does your next bike really need to be a twelve fifty or a twelve ninety or a thirteen hundred? Or well, I mean, really I, I would. I mean, I, I've still, I still kind of. I mean, I, I might try and get through to Edinburgh Triumph at some point just to see if they've got a low Tiger Tiger nine hundred. Do you know what I mean to see what it feels like? Because I would, if I was going to get an adventure bike, a uh, you know, I'd really have to sit in one and, and you know, I wouldn't take that risk. I took a chance, obviously, with the Speedmaster on the beach handlebars, but. You know, but obviously, paid you know, I paid off well. Yeah, right. I, I took that wee gamble. But that's, you know, that was a gamble that you took that you think, well, do you know what? See, if I don't like them, I can get a new set of handlebars fitted. Do you know what I mean? Aye. It's not, it's not an issue. You know, it's, Aye, a bit it's different. not, I don't like it. I'll get a new set of legs. Ah, exactly. Exactly. Aye. I'll get a, I'll get a new pair of Alpine Star High heels. Can you give me the, bar, oh. the Barbie boots, please? Thanks. Thank yeah. Keeping yeah. with the adventure bike news. Yeah, um, go for it. There's a new KTM Dakar 890. So KTM have launched an 890 Adventure R Rally for a mere £20,899. Um, oh, gears too. <laughs> the bike, I know, you could get four scramblers for that, try and scramble. Yes. Um, now the bike also launches alongside the ultimate KTM Desert Experience trip. Now, at the time that this was obviously launched out, um, the trip was in Morocco. Now, obviously, Morocco has been obviously devastated by the earthquake. Yes. So whether that will still happen or not, we don't know. They may move it to a different location. We would need to keep an eye on that. Um, but, I mean, um, again, who knows? But let's talk about the bike. Yes. So, for kick-off, only 700 are going to be made. Again, we talk about this seems to be every episode. More and more manufacturers seem to be doing this. We're going to make this bike, but we're only making so many. It's like, oh, come on. Do you know what I mean? Again, Triumph done it with the Aragon. They're not making yeah. so many, but yeah. they're, they're like, we're going to build it for 12 months, and at the end of 12 months, that's it. Now, is that because but, there's that, a face that, stuff coming? That, that, I mean, that, that's the big thing in Triumph at the minute. They're saying, if you're still wanting a Chrome edition, get, get in there quick. Right. I'm going to stop making them soon. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, running the 889cc parallel twin, it produces 103.6 bhp and 73.8 pound foot of torque and is Euro 5 compliant. The colour scheme is inspired by the Dakar winning 450 rally bike. Um, it's still KTM, it's still orange and black and white. Now, 
costing <clears throat> seven and a half grand more than the standard 890 Adventure R, again, that's a whole, like, you could buy a KTM 390 Adventure and still have about th- a grand's change there. Um, or you could buy a Triumph Scrambler X and probably save yourself about two and a half grand. Um, the rally benefits from more advanced WP Explore Pro forks and a WP Explore Pro rear shock taken from the brand's like Pro Components range. Um, it's got 270mm of travel at both ends. The units offer 30 more... 30mm more movement than the current Adventure R, which is about 13 and a bit grand, and it will let you do a lot more heavy-duty stuff. Um, mm. The spoke rims, are, again, are XL spoke rims, so, again, designed for much more rough rough terrain. Um, so it's not like you're paying all that extra money and not getting extra bits. Um Again, further adding to the off-road credentials um, is a new rally-specific seat with riders set to gain um, a surer footing thanks to rally foot pegs. Crashes are inevitable um, on the terrain that this bike's designed to tackle, so therefore it's carbon covers on the tanks plus reinforcements as standard on the engine, on the master cylinder, on the suspension components. Again, lot of extra bits on this because this bike is designed to be let's say dragged through a hedge backwards but thrown through a hedge backwards and yeah. still be able to pick up without <clears> scratch <throat> or mm-hmm. at least picked up and just driven off without any bother now if you pay an extra 859 pound and 97 pence that's approximately yeah. um, you can get access to cruise control quick shifter um up and down um, rally pack, rally riding mode, nine stage traction control, th- uh, throttle response adjuster, uh, full ABS deactivation, and a whole load of other bits. So you're paying all that money for the bike, and there's still an extra bit that you can buy for it, um, which gives you all this uh, other kind of stuff. Now, again, looking at it, um, yeah, again, it's, it's that bugbear, you need to pay to unlock stuff. Do you know what I mean? On that really grinds my gears, that does. <laughs> on a middleweight. Grinds my gears. On a middleweight adventure bike that's costing 20 grand. Do you know what I mean? It's just mm. like, it really, it really does arc a wee bit. And I get that yes. it's limited edition and there's only so many made and it's designed on this platform and it's inspired by a Dakar winning bike and all that. But you're thinking, it's still 20 odd grand and then you want me to pay to unlock bits. Mm. Almost another grand to pay it. Unlock mm. stuff that's already there. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Moving. Let's move on to the desert experience, right? Because mm. that might just calm us down. The ultimate desert experience trip is only available to the R Rally owners. All right. So anybody that bought one of these, this is open to you. Um, it's set for March 2024. So hopefully the Morocco has maybe got itself back to a, a kind of footing again and it's, it's starting to recover and maybe some tourism and stuff like that will be back on the market and actually mm-hmm. be helping yeah. them. Um, you will be joined on there, though, by double enduro world champ Johnny Uber. Um, again, you need to pay for it. It's not like it's a freebie or it comes to a bike. The cost is £4,210. 
and that'll get you four days full technical support, luxury accommodation, and a night's camping in the desert, which is handy. Mm-hmm. That'd get cool. Now, that is a lot of money. All right. Not just for the bike, but for the trip as well. Do you know what I mean? Because if you think about it, mm-hmm. if you have that money for the bike and £859.87 to open up the other bits, then £4,200 top of that, you're spending upwards of twenty five grand. lot of money, right? For that bike, you could spec a Desert X, right? Which would cost you the same. There's the new GS, which is even cheaper. The Tiger 900, cheaper again. The Northern, so the Husqvarna Northern 901, cheaper again. And it's actually got more brake horsepower and there's a fraction lighter. Do you mean? But we'll still do the same. Expedition's exactly the same. And then you get the T7, which again it's a it's a Dakar rally bike. You know what I mean? Um, and then you look at the trip and you go right. Well, that's four grand for two thousand two hundred pounds. I could have five days in Morocco with Mick Extens, who we know has completed the Dakar what seven times. Um, and that's three full days of riding, and then a day either side to kind of sort your shit out and travel. Aye. So, for all, it's, it's nice, and it's luxurious, and it's, it's what's the word I'm looking for? It's exclusive. You do pay a lot of money for exclusivity. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and I suppose, like, you, you look at some of the things, like, you know, I know it's not an adventure bike, but like your CCMs and all that, you know, they hold their value so well because they're so limited. Mm-hmm. You know, so and a bike you probably will hold I mean, you, again, providing you don't go and do the Dakar on it and mangle mm-hmm. it, if you're only using it for a wee bit of light off-roading or green lane or whatever, then I would argue why you're buying it, but if you're buying it because you like it and blah, 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 and you want mm-hmm. that bit of exclusivity, I think you would get your money back on that because it mm-hmm. is that, you I mean, it's... it's it's going to hold its, its value. Yeah. But if you're buying I mean, that I, as a bike to go and do that stuff on, I don't know if that's the bike. Mm, I, suppose I suppose it depends how, how much that's pocket changing, how much that's a big a big investment. Do you know what mm. I mean? That is the kind of bike that possibly, you know, I want to do it on this exclusive bike and, and have the kudos of that because actually I'll just pack it up and get it cleaned up next to my Ferrari. Do you know what I mean? So, you know. <laughs> well, that's true. <clears throat> That's you know, true. It's, it all, it's, it's all based on, we are basing it on, 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 on our wallets and our, you know what I mean? Aye. There'll be people. Oh, be, fucking skin, mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Minted, mate. Not me. Give us a monkey. You know, so, um, eh, uh, bizarre. And <laughs> I think we're like, yeah, monkey. So, uh, you know, so, but you're right. And, and that may be the kind of people they're pushing it towards. The people that actually would do, quite happily would drop four grand. On a on a trip anyway, aye. so why not drop it on a trip that only you trip can of a, if you aye, have trip this of a lifetime, trip yeah, of a, a lifetime. double enduro winner. If you're going to land, aye, so it's not about the, the cost; best. it's about the experience because this you know, is true. that kind of thing. And I suppose it is that kind of person because it's twenty grand for a bike that you could spec a far better bike up for for aye. less money. Aye, that's equally as capable. Yeah. Um, aye, there we go. So yeah, only you can decide. Oh, sorry, only you and your bank manager can decide. Whether that's aye. good for you. Aye. You know. <laughs> what have we got next? So we've got uh, uh, we're we're in the middle of middleweight adventure news zone. We've got the MV Augusta Lucky Explorer. Now we thought we should update you on MV Augusta's Lucky Explorer five point five, an A two compliant middleweight adventure bike. 
So initially discussed in May last year, this 554cc parallel twin was all set to start its production build in January 2023. It's producing a very healthy 46.9 brake horsepower at 7,005 RPM, and it was all set to give the other 500 adventure bikes a run for their money. Well, it's not happening. <laughs> not happening. Hey, can I, can I order an MV Augusta Lucky Explorer, please? I'm sorry, no. pal, the MV Augusta Lucky Explorer's half. Sorry, it's half. MV have put a temporary stop on it and said the project is now frozen for the foreseeable future as a company, and we quote this, evaluate the market conditions for this bike within the KTM sales network. There you go. Now, why does KTM have any bearing here? Well, remember, KTM own 25.1% of MV, and it may not be in either's best interest to launch a new A2 compliant adventure bike, if KTM are planning a facelift of a 390 or a 450, which is already an established bike in that space. However, there is a counter-argument to this theory, and that comes in the shape of the Lucky Explorer 9.5. Yes, while MV have halted the smaller iteration of the Lucky Explorer EDV bike, adventure bike, they are going ahead with production of the bigger version, the 9.5, albeit in a 500 special edition limited run. There we go, another bloody limited edition special edition run. Oh no. For now, powered by a 931cc three-cylinder engine, this beauty will start production, in, production soon and should be available in October. And now, obviously, this is a heavily contested market with the KTM, the Husqvarna, you know, the Tiger 900, the BMW GS, you know, Desert, Desert X and Multistrada Beauty. It's, it's, it's a busy little kind of, you know, bike showroom, so to speak, isn't it? Uh, um, and this bit, you know, the one thing we can see is the MV looks good. It does look it's good. A very good looking bike, yeah. Whether it's as good looking in the flesh, we will tell you as soon as we see one, hopefully in November at the MCN. Oh, it's, going, it's definitely going to be there. It's got to be there, it's surely, right? Got to can be. Not be there. Got to be there. But it does, it's a cracking looking bike. Yeah, absolutely cracking looking bike. There's not much more detail on it in terms of technical stuff just now, but we will definitely be going to that stand and get a right good goosey gander at it. it. Just, it's aye, it's, again, again, some people might not like it. It may be a bit marmite. Again, the 901 Expedition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like your, your Desert X and all that. Do you know what I mean? Aye. And I think, but I think. I like, I like I like the look of it. I think it will probably be even better in the flesh. The Desert X for yeah. us was the biggest surprise at last year's Aye. show. It was, because wasn't it? It looked so we much looked nicer it on paper flesh. and went, that is fucking butt ugly. And then mm. got to the Ducati stand once we cleared the path, do you know what I mean, of all the fanboys um, mm. drooling over the, over the, the, the Avil and actually saw the Desert X and went, here, wait a minute. That's really mm-hmm. nice. And even to this day, if I'm passing Ducati, they'll have one sitting outside the demo bike. And I still look at it and go, that's a really nice bike. My only problem with the Ducati Desert X is the wee small screen. You know what I mean? I'm sitting here with mm-hmm. my glasses mm-hmm. on and my sight's not getting better. I don't they, I don't wear these for cosmetic purposes, do you know what I mean? No, here, here. Um, it's me too. And it's like, is that screen just a tarred 2V? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. We'll take it on a test drive. We'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got more news, though. Still got more news. Yes, last story of the week. I say, as we say, it's getting, it's going to start to get busy with new bike launches and all that kind of stuff. Um, and this is not an adventure bike. So, hurrah! We're away from the adventure middleweight market. Um, Let's get sporty. 
<laughs> this is, you sound like Keith for West Coast Harley there. Um, <laughs> the A2 Aprilia sports bike. So Aprilia are coming into the A2 sport bike market with another little Italian beauty. The new RS457 is purely aimed at the youth of the biking community. The liquid-cooled parallel twin produces a very respectable 47 brake horsepower. The bike comes with ride-by-wire throttle and therefore you get riding modes, which with varying levels of traction and ABS means you can play and set it up to your liking or as you get more technically capable. Um, very nice and disguised 2-1 exhaust, which you can barely see on the bike. It's very well hidden. Nice, it's really, really nice. Um, slimline 5-inch TFT dash LED lighting. Backlit switch gear, which we're riding at night, is a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. All in all, looks like a lot of it's been borrowed from its bigger brother. Um, speaking of which, again, it looks, it does look like a kind of the, the younger, the younger, I don't want to say love child, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the younger sibling of, yes. you know I mean, of the of the RS660. Um, it's a really nice looking bike, actually. Really nice looking. Um, me bike, and again, for that bike, yeah. for that market, what's your alternative? An, an R3? Um, I don't even think Honda have got CBR 500R mm-hmm. if they still do it. Um, prices and dates not yet confirmed, but again, given the rival kind of marketplace, it's probably going to set about the six, six and a half grand. Um, looking at you know, that eek um, again that's probably going to be on display I would have thought at the at MCN it'll definitely be on display at uh, EICMA um, in Milan yes. so yes but anyway there you go a bit of a bumper news um, and the news is going to get more bumper as we go through September October November um, we're going to do a lot of bumping a lot of bumping Again, a lot of bumping does sound like a kiddies ride at Mingeland. <laughs> anyway. Yes, indeed. But we're going to get our money's worth out of Mingeland, I'll tell you. Oh, definitely, definitely. Anyway, next up. It is. Question. The big question. The big question. So normally we run through, but the big question, we run through some areas of topics that is very specific to motorbikes. After all, we're a motorbike podcast, although if you tune in like- at the... At the funny name section, you might be going, this is not a not a big podcast. Aye, anyway, or the two minutes of us talking about Mindland. Yes, if we do, we do digress some sometimes, um, or, or as they say in the business, off topic. Um, off but topic. lately we've been asked a few questions about the gadgets we use, not only with uh, on the bike, but also while off it, right? So gadgets we use for, <clears throat> for you know, um, producing the, the podcast and all that kind of stuff, yeah. So to answer these and give you a general insight of some of the basic things that you need to start your own YouTube podcast or maybe just because you want a new toy, we'll run through some of our tech and give you a wee bit of an insight. So um, give us the next three hours for me to just run through the different cameras I've got <laughs> and, then, and then we'll move on to everything else. So the caveat, we've bought, we have bought all our own gear, right, over the years and only once have we... Well, we, more specifically Darren, mm. have been given tech for free, which we'll come on to shortly. Okay. So, let's first of all, let's look at the bike's essentials. Yep. So, um, first and foremost, comms. Comms is a must, right? An absolute must if you're out 
especially when you're when you're when you're working together. Um, so from a comms perspective, Darren, you have got Cardinal packed up bold. Yeah, which I've got. Free, which I've yeah. got. I think I'm going to upgrade to the edge. Um, I've, yeah. So you've got, and that's how many helmets have you got that in? Uh, just the one. Just the one. Yeah. Just the one. My <laughs> my other helmet. I've got the Cardinal Freecom. Same as you. Yeah, yeah. So I've got the Cardinal Freecom as well, in one of my helmets, and then on my Rurock, I've got the Rurock Shock Wave. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now the which yeah, is coming so the free with some of the Atlas season again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I saw that. I'm raging. So. <laughs> no, that's not it. It's the, it's the, it's the, the market, isn't it? But um, I think uh, you know. I think the thing about comms are you. you it, it makes a difference being able to talk to each other um, on the bikes. Yeah, we got the free comms out, and when we were doing the wee trip down to Trun for the fish and chips, uh, didn't hear. Um, you know, just to have those comms working and chatting away. But I think one of the big things about the comms are that they're, they're pretty temperamental. We went out one time. And uh, we took the shock. I had the shock wave on, and we used the, oh, the, app, the, thingy the app, app, didn't we? Yeah, which was just atrocious. That was a fucking you know? disaster. So um, it just just didn't work really. <laughs> Basically, it just did not work. I mean, it'd be interesting to try again, see if it's getting any better. But um, I don't think I kind of. It's all. I mean, it's phone signal and everything. Especially when your country lanes and all that's a bit dodgy. Um, but yeah, like you, I'm thinking I might upgrade if I can to the to the pack talk so we can for when we go to Ireland next year so for the Ireland trip I think we'll upgrade to something a bit more aye because it's one know, of those ones then you can do a proper yeah. mesh do you know what I mean yeah the, and, the one thing I, though I think is, is I love my Rurock helmet right I absolutely love the Rurock yeah. helmet and it's a bit it's a bit shame that that isn't necessarily compatible the way you would want it to be with other um, and you know, other comms aye. units and MD, MD out there that's listening that's tried to fit comms whether it be a free com, a mm. pack top bowl, a Senna, you know what I mean, whatever it is, each helmet is so different. Do you know what I mean? My yeah. H, my my Marvel HCC helmet, which you can is up in the background there, the, the fitted the card the pack top bowl fitted perfectly to the contour of the helmet. Whereas you know I mean my current shoe buffy two and then my arrow commander I mean, it's not too bad on the E2. It's just further in the back of the head, yeah. just because of the contours. But on the arrow, I had to put kind of putty thing and that in it. Remember that? That what was that squishy ah, stuff? Right, yeah. You know I mean that kind of oh the Sugru Sugru mode Just, to, just to have a bit of confidence that that's where it was sitting properly. So it's it's one of those ones. But that's yeah. You, I respect. I mean, I've got when I bought the when I got the free com. I get the double free com and I put it in the second a second helmet yeah. for John when he was pillion with me before he'd even done his test. So when we tried to move that free com from his open face helmet to his Dainese helmet or the EGV helmet, it's EGV, isn't it? Okay. The Dainese cell. So uh, um, it, it, it went from a helmet that fitted him like a glove to actually physically sore aye. to wear because the earpieces just added that bit more, that, you know. Aye. Kinda, you know, you've got to be, you know, if you've got a tight helmet, try to put comms in it. You've got to be really careful because it doesn't matter. Even when even the slimline speakers under that slimline, do you know what I mean? No. So you got to, you've got to really think about that when you're no. thinking about comms. Nicola had well. that same problem by the way, fitting the packed up bolt heart EGV mm. helmet, and she found it was it was almost if the cavity for the speaker wasn't deep mm. enough, and I had to go in and right. poke it down with a screwdriver, and I just poked right. down the the foam so that it mm. fit it better. Um, yeah. The one thing I will say, Cardo this week have actually launched. I don't know if you've seen this, but 
the headphone adapter for the pack talk bold and then oh no for the neat the oh the edge mm-hmm. so it's like a set of normal headphones right like big kind saw of that. thingy I saw them yeah and you, and can, you can actually click the little cardo unit into the so that if you're actually I don't know if you're doing a, if you're a bike instructor or that kind of stuff. You can actually just clip yeah. it in and use it, and it's like a it's like a headset yeah. that you find. I think like I think it'd be really good if like if you're like out in race days and stuff like that, and you've got a guy, you've got somebody kind of talking you through the the, the the laps or whatever, or you know that kind of Clever thing. Idea. Go for that. Clever yeah, idea. idea. Yeah, I saw that popped up in my my feed. Yeah, so that's comms. Yes, that's the comms you've got. Then um, you know that was an easy list to go through. You know, that was quite easy because um, there's no. You've got a couple. I've got a couple. Boom. Now, Aye, what's next? Phone mounts. Phone mounts. Quad. Well, quad lock. But I have moved. Yep. I, I haven't put it back on the bike since I rebuilt it for the sat nav, and mm. um, purely because everything goes through my sat nav now. Right. So you've got you the garment sat nav. So, but if I if I was putting a thing back on, it'd be a quad lock with a dampener on it. Yeah, I've got a quad lock on the bike as well. Um, I had the quad lock without the dampener. And I had to get my iPhone replaced because um, without oh. the damper in it, knackered the camera. See. Now the iPhone was within warranty, but I, you know, so and I never told them it was on a motorbike. So, no. um, so they, they just fixed people. they fixed the camera in it. But what it does is because the camera, uh, it's got like you know, it's got um, vibration reduction and all this kind of stuff in it, yeah. And it moves at you know the camera and the iPhone moves. That vibration actually just breaks. The camera and breaks its ability to focus. So the way I noticed it was my it was my iPhone 13, and it was just it was just couldn't find focus. It was just hunting for focus all the time. Just couldn't find it. Couldn't find it because it couldn't physically kind of stop. Aye. Yeah. Um. Um. I've put the dampener on it now, uh, and it it seems fine now. To be fair, Apple will advise you not to use it on anything at all. You shouldn't be using it at all. No, even with a dampener. But I've had no issues with it. Um. In the year that I've had the iPhone 14 with the dampener. So, yeah, and I, know. and you know I mean that that kind of that fear was starting to keep in with me. Right. You know I mean, even though I've got a dampener on it, I was starting to hear stories of it, but mine still broke. And I was mm-hmm. like, mm. and then already looking at sat navs, I thought, why not? You know what I mean, mm-hmm. I've never tried any of the other phone, but that's not true. There was one that we used to get. Uh, what was it? Something rock. And it was like a metal frame, but it was that same idea as a quad lock. Uh, that, rock the, form. You did that with the magnet, didn't rock you? Form. The magnet form. Aye, uh, and it was form. rock solid. But the problem was it was an American company and they would stop supplying the phone cases to the UK branch. So they ended up just going bust in the UK, but you can still buy them in the States. And it was uh, it was a cracking bit of kit because it not only had the lock that the quad lock has, but it had a big magnet in it, mm-hmm. which meant see sticking your phone Oh, in the fridge and things like that. Because it had the magnet in it, you could just fucking stick it up. It was absolutely brilliant. It's, I mean, but again, there you go. What can you do? Yeah, no, totally. Um, um, yeah, cool. You've also got a, a hex easy can. Well, I was going to say sat nav first. Oh, sat nav. Just thinking yeah, of course, phone sat nav. Uh, yeah, because I, I don't have a sat nav unit, a specific sat nav unit. I just use my phone, and I think one of the gripes for me is um, power for your phone. Yes. You know, the, 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 the Speedmaster doesn't have a power socket in it, right? Um, um, I have should, bought should, a power socket for it. I just that's like it. an install video just waiting to happen. Yeah, so, yeah I've got it. I bought, the, I bought the power socket, but it didn't come as standard. And it's a wee, a wee bit of kit that you... Um, the wiring's in it underneath the seat. You've got to take the seat off and put the wiring down and then bring it up and round. And then I'll, I'll, then I'll get the, the, mag, the mag mount 
for the for the, the phone. phone, and then you just clip it in. Before, oh yeah, before <laughs> uh, it looks like quite an easy job to be fair. Lift up the seat, drop the wires down, uh, just a couple of bolts go in for the thing, and then just and then just wire it up. So it should up. be should be Sorted. nice, relatively straightforward Sorted. to do. Nice, um, but um, that'll be an, an install video maybe at some point. I've just used my phone as a sat nav, and, uh, and I, I did use my phone as a sat nav before. Mm-hmm. And I did use obviously Harley's got the one that you pair it up with the head unit on the bike, mm-hmm. and you can then get your maps and stuff off. But it's crap, it, it kept dropping signal. Losing the map, even though I've downloaded I can, the know, map. Yeah, I can never get my Harley app to talk to my sportster. It's a pain in the I have rear. To, it really is. It really was so poor. And then and then it would find it for a few days, and then all of a sudden it's you're trying to connect it again. And one of the things it was supposed to do is you could be able to open up your Harley app and it would just remind you how much petrol you've got in your bike. Or, you know what I mean? Aye. But then when I crashed the bike and then got it refitted, and you know, I thought I had two sportsters at one point, and then I had no sports. You know, it, it, the app was just. It was just sorry, Harley, but it was rubbish. The mm. idea's great, and it's mm. the same with a lot of these bikes. You know what I mean? I know I'd bother with the BMW one, it would just, just drop for no reason, just disconnect and all sorts. Mm. And then you'd have to forget it and rejoin it and all that. And it's yeah. just a they're, they're a great idea, but it's just a pain in the arse when they don't work right. And nine times out of ten, there's bugs in there somewhere. So yeah. hence why I went for the dedicated sat nav option. And plus, it looks really smart on a bike, and it means on oh, your bike it looks brilliant. And then any road that brilliant. I want to just take, I can actually just stop and look at the map and go, I've never been on that road. I wonder where that road goes. Yeah. Zoom out. Oh well, it meets up there. Bugger it! I'm just taking it and I'm going it. And I actually, I've, I've see some of those dusk runs. I've just taken roads that I would never have taken before, but because I've got the big sat-nav up that's dedicated, I can do a quick zoom. Oh, happy days. I'm taking that road. And there's some stonking roads out there. Some absolutely stonkingly good roads. Do you know what I mean? Uh, the road less travelled, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, you mentioned the Hex Easy Can. This was the one yes. bit of free kit we got. And I say free, it was free, but I still had to go through the kind of trial and process um, with Hex, um, because they were bringing out the Hex for the Pan America, and they were looking for volunteers to sample it and run some tests and do some feedback and all that stuff. So while it, and don't get me wrong, it's about 170 quid. You know I mean, so they they did give us it for free, but then we had to do some tests and connect some stuff up and all that. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you, when it comes to wiring stuff to a bike, Hex is uh, well, Denali. I've got one as well, but I've only ever used the Hex. I've used it on the BM and I've used it on the, the pan and it's just, you know what I mean, brilliant. And t- to be honest, see when it comes to trading a bike in, that would probably be one of those pros and cons. Does it have an, a Hex Easy Can adapter that I can buy and fit to the bike? Because see if you want to fit additional lights or a new pawn or mm-hmm. whatever it is, dedicated, you know what I mean, sat-nav or whatever, you just wire into that. You're not having to break into the wiring room on a bike, and it's just which means your warranty's not getting voided, or you're not going to have a dispute if something goes wrong. It's just so much easier. Do you know what I mean to do it that way? You know what I mean no being one of those wiring room electrically minded people, even though they had higher physics, it's still no. Uh, mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But there you go. So I, I would I would highly recommend that Hex Easy Can. If you can get one for your bike, and they do them for loads of bikes, not just adventure bikes, 
check it out because it's such a good bit of kit. Do you know what I mean? It really is. Nice. All right. What we got next? Get well, just a wee people. subject, just a tiny wee subject about cameras, yeah. Get comfort. What cameras we've got, yeah. Wait a minute, I've, just, I've, got, I've written a list. Uh, and I had to stop, give my wrist a rest, you know, give my wrist a kind of rest from right now doing. And then uh, I said, I've not got that many cameras, to be fair. Really? Bear in mind, I, I do make videos and do end videos and all that kind of stuff, right? So, yes. you know, I've got probably slightly more than your average person would have, yeah. But let's talk cameras on the bike. Yep. So, um, uh, you know, for me, I like to have a camera on the bike looking at me. I like to have a camera in the helmet. And then sometimes there'll be like a camera at the back or coming off the side. Yeah. And for that, I've got a DJI Action. A DJ, I've got two DJI Action 2s and I've got a DJI Osmo Pocket. And I've got a Drift Ghost and I've got a GoPro 11 Black. <laughs> Uh, they're all ones that you can fit easily onto the bike. Yeah, they're small action cams. They can, I know, dance for and asleep for you. Uh, and then, of course, I've got an Insta360 X2. I've also got an Insta360 GoTo. And then, uh, as well, all these are small cameras that you can fit on the bike. Yeah, just just a few. And, yeah. you, and you make, like, one video every six months. I make one video every six months, right? So For the channel. <laughs> for the channel, right? And uh, the, the thing about it is, is... Um, I'm a magpie when it comes to these kind of things. They come up, they get, they get, they get, they get, come Ooh. up on the screen. They go the new DJ. I mean, there's a DJ Osmo Action Three now. I'm sorry, right? Right, I've got, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. Right. Oh, I love my gadgets. That's me, right. So um, there's a DJ Osmo Action Three come out now, but I'm actually resisting it. There's also a GoPro Twelve, right? But I'm resisting that as well because I actually have looked back and went, do you know what? Um, I don't use them. I just don't use them. Now a couple of things that that annoy me about the, the 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 action cams is they heat up and they turn themselves off and when you're riding a bike it's dead hard to know if that thing's still recording really you know so like i tried to do a video for the distinguished gentleman's ride and the, the, the cameras are used heated up and only got half the ride so i was like ah, i'm not putting a video out for that because i'm only half the ride it's annoying uh, you know annoying. um you know so a uh, uh, so that's that's gonna frustrate <coughs> me from for me but that's kind of what i've got for the for the the bikes what have you got for your bike camera wise gopro hero 7 black and the insta 360 x3 and that's it right because i did i did have the ghost and then it packed in and i had to send it back well to be fair the the drift ghost i was so it 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 promised so much and and delivered so little Really, it wasn't the greatest. You know I mean? It's no, it wasn't the greatest camera. But then it wasn't. It wasn't the most expensive either. Do you know what I mean? To be fair, no. you know and it mean? had that massive ass battery life. Right, and that's it. And I still got it, but I've no use to it. I've used it maybe once or twice. And the, the the thing about that is, it it was on the side of the helmet, and if you didn't get the angle right, you were filming the road, or you were filming the sky, and you never quite get that. I think that's one of those ones to have on the back of the bike, either on the side at the back mm. of the bike, filming out the way. Mm-hmm. So you get kind of, kind of leg shot up the centre road or have it facing out the back of the bike. Do you I mean? Because it is kind of quite slimline yeah. and aerodynamic. Yes. It's mm-hmm. not like... Yeah. But it's, it's kind of clearly designed to be on a helmet on the side of the helmet as well. You know what I mean? Aye. It just doesn't quite... It, so I kind of... I've used it a few times and kind of I fell out of love with it very, very quickly. Do you know what I mean? Aye. I uh, did have know, the so. Innov K... 
two cameras on on the, the BMW, um, and it was it was it was a bit fiddly to try and download footage off of because you had to connect to the Wi-Fi of the camera or the the hard drive that was under the seat in the bike. Then you had to download it and all that kind of stuff, and it had nice features with it. Um, and they've since brought out a 4K version. I think the K5 has came out with a 4K version. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's just it's one of those ones. It's they're kind of they're kind of hardwired into the bike, aren't they? So they're kind of inflexible. I, I left them on the bike. Mm-hmm. When I could have taken them off, and see, realistically, I should have taken them off the BMW before I sold it. But I was just was like, I just can't be. Mm. I can't be bothered. <laughs> I mean, um, and it's just one of those ones. And it's when the cam when it, when the bike get if the bike was to get moved without the ignition come on, the camera should the camera was supposed to come on and then start filming so that you know, I mean if, if you ever got the bike back, you could see who actually stole the bike. Which Aye. in hindsight, you know what I mean, would have been a nice feature to have. Um, you know I mean on on a, on another on, bike on another bike that maybe somebody knocked, um, but I'm not entirely sure that a that worked and b or b did it just come on randomly because the amount of problems I had with battery drain on that BMW I'm not entirely yeah. sure if that was done to the tracker on the bike, um. Or whether that was done to that camera on the bike, even though it was plugged in through the hex, and the hex had a timer on it. Once you switched off the ignition, it provided so many seconds of power, and then killed the power. Do you right. know what I mean? Which is another, which is another plus. So, yeah. but yeah, would I get another one? Not entirely sure. And they're expensive. Do you know what I mean they they were expensive? Do you know what I mean? And actually, if you go into our YouTube channel, uh, the the few videos we've got, there is one we did called How to Shoot a Biker, wasn't there? Oh. Uh, or something like that. And way we did back look at some of those. Yeah, way, way back, way back in the day. And we had, we had, they had the Insta 360 out, um, the X2, not the XT. XT is a, a, a better beast than the X2. Um, we had a GoPro out, I think we had an Osmo action out, and we had the, the, the K4s yeah, no. or the K2s, whatever it was, yeah. Right. So, you know, and, and, we, and we gave comparison videos of some of them. So if you ever want to really look at that just for a bit of a, uh, a bit of laugh and a bit of old school, Stuff then you know, I, I, as I'm riding about with a big pole sticking up my back at the Aye. time for the, the 360, which is quite cool, you know. I know, uh, I know. oh, how we've moved I was on, up. I was, I showed you how long ago it was. I was on, uh, I was on Abigail at the time, Aye, you were. and that it was, it was pre Harley, pre out, uh, Overlook, do you know what I mean? Pre Maverick, pre Overlook, do you know what I mean? That's so, right. yeah, yeah. And it's would you call it a new my bike's got all the clamps, do you mean? Mm-hmm. Left and right to either put a camera or a Insta stick on, or do you know what I mean? Because I would use very well for your tour of Scotland. I did, I did, did. and even at that, I wish now I'd taken a couple of extra cameras. Do you know what I mean? Albeit it would have been an editing nightmare because it was an editing nightmare just with two cameras. Do you know what I mean? Um, because there's loads of footage in there, and that's probably the one thing the more cameras you put on the bike, the more editing you've got to do, however. You did get some nice shots then. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's the thing about anyone that's about getting cameras and stuff for your bikes. It's the, what do you want them for? Because you then physically have to edit all that footage. Aye, if you want that as a safety feature in terms of like a dash cam, 
yeah. or something like that, then yeah, go and get a, an off K2 or something like that that does 1080p that just constantly records and writes over itself unless there's an incident in which case it locks the file and all that stuff and you don't need to worry about it and you don't bother about the footage unless something happens. That's the prime thing for it. If yeah. you're wanting something that you want to be able to take the footage and do something with, then that's when you start to look at action cams and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And and I genuinely think that unless you are probably got a lot of time to do a lot of YouTube stuff and editing and things like that, YouTube-y. you'll just never you you'll never use them as much as you want, right? YouTube. Well, you, YouTube. It's a flume ride YouTube-y. at Rangeland. YouTube. 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 Um, and uh, you know, it takes a lot of work to edit all this stuff. You know, people forget how much it is. I'm doing a wee job for somebody just now, uh, and I'm editing. It's taken me two nights to edit three minutes of video. Do you know what I mean? Just, um, uh, you does, know, it takes because because it never it takes so much longer than you think. So, you know, and 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 then all you've got is you know when you watch when you watch a video, you watch Teapot One or you watch these guys, you know, and 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 their videos are really good and really interesting. You know, missing and flying and all that, but they're using more than just a couple of cameras stuck in a bike. Because they're thinking about the production value and things like that, and unless you unless you're going to then get other cameras, yep, and then we'll talk about that in a wee second that you're going to help create your video content with. I don't think you'll ever be satisfied with just those things in your bike to produce a really good video. No, no, and that's you why you I mean like when we did our remember a little kind of main intro thing, yeah, where we did the whole Passover shots and all that kind of stuff with the drone yeah. up stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You mean you almost storyboarded that and then it was like yep. right and then we set up and we did we had the big camera and all that kind of stuff and you know yeah, yeah. there was loads of <clears throat> setup. Yeah, because when I mean when something. we did the intros and stuff, you know, I mean I've got a Nikon, I've got three Nikon mirrorless cameras as well, right? Now I do a bit of photography and stuff like that as well. But you know, so couple a Z six, a Z six two and a Z thirty. So I've got three DSLR cameras. I've got a Canon Legaria camcorder, which is a bit like the old school camcorders you used to put the videotapes and that in, right? I've got one of them as well. And then for those cameras, I've got gimbals so that you get oh, extra footage. Because yeah. what you will see in the... I didn't take the gimbal with me to uh, to do the, the 400 bikes. And there's a lot of shake in these cameras. It's amazing the difference between a handheld shake and, and just and using a gimbal uh-huh. and using an actual gimbal just to smooth everything off. And, you know, and then, of course, there's the drones. So um, now when we did the first intro, I had a, a Mavic Pro 2. Since sold that because the 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 restrictions around flying a drone of that weight are are so much harder to fly the drone. And I wasn't using it commercially, so, so to you know, so you know, it was just it's so hard to chuck one of them up in the air. I've now got a Mini 2 and a Mini 3 Pro. And our latest gadget, what I picked up, which is actually now this this can give you a different, slightly dimension on your on your on your bike footage, um, and we've, <coughs> and we've seen it in action now. It's super easy, and it's it's a it's this cracking wee camera called a Hover X One, right? And the Hover X One was a Kickstarter last year, um, and now it's in full production. So you can go on the website and you can buy it. They're constantly selling out, to be fair, but it's essentially a tiny wee drone, hundred gram drone. That, that it's for vloggers and selfie people and all that, but you can just give yourself a different perspective, you know. So I've got some just to get it out. Of, it fits in your pocket. It's tiny, but it does two point seven K video. So you're not getting four K, 
but I tend to shoot everything in 4K but produce everything in 1080p and that's sharp enough for anything we do it's certainly sharp enough for YouTube and you can still watch it in a 4K telly with upscaling and it still looks really really good Aye. so don't be hung up about getting 4 you know I would say buy a 4K camera but produce everything in 1080p just for my so you've still got a bit of play if it's the 2.7k that you get in this you have an x1 and you literally you don't need, need to link it to your phone or anything you can just ch take it out of your pocket press a couple of buttons and it will do whatever you want it to do for you from its program things this is almost as if you're using the force it's almost like you're using the force it's a cracking me <laughs> thing um and uh, it will just give you that ability to say for instance you 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 know like take your um take your a uh, your North Coast 500, right? Yeah. Uh, video, right? You know, there's points where you could have stopped at the, say, the Skyfall Aye. bit, chucked the drone up, done a wee loop with the drone, and you'd actually just got a lovely circle round the bike in Glencoe. Aye. Put it back in your pocket yep. and away you go, and you just add that into your footage, and all of a sudden it, it's going to, hopefully, when we, when we do a couple of wee runs, we're going to take it and take it for a test to give us some good footage, and then we'll show you that on YouTube. Um, we'll do that. We, we used it for the Triumph video. We did. So you'll see at the start, we introduced the Triumph video and it looks like somebody's following us with a camera. That's just the wee drone flying. It doesn't go any more than about 30 feet away from you. It doesn't go any higher than about 50 feet. And it barely so, makes a sound, doesn't it? Yeah, and it barely makes it. And, it, and it's got a cracking wee feature in it where it will actually, if, if you can record your audio on your phone, it cuts out the drone noise. Right. Which is really cool. Now, um, so from from that perspective, that's probably a wee bit of kit I'm super excited about now because it will give us, it gives you a very quick and easy way to give you a different concept of the shot. And it you can, can it supposedly follows you, but it can go above about seventeen miles an hour, so it's not going to really follow you effectively to make a really cool action shot in the bike. But oh. you could have it hovering just above you and take the bike as you as you ride it past it or ride ride right. underneath it and, and and that kind of stuff and that'll be pretty cool. So it's it's got options that are that are that it's quite a clever bit cool for that. It's yeah, quite a clever bit. Like so that that's probably one that I'm most excited about looking at. But as I say, I've got you know I do other video stuff and so I've got lots of different cameras that we can. But you know, but we storyboard it. We we do all these kind of things. Um, and and that and that will go from a, a a good to a brilliant. Video, there you go. Yeah. That's me and cameras. I think <laughs> you think, I think there's yeah. buckets and buckets of cameras at hand. Um, yeah. audio recording. Um, again, for the show, we use the pro, the Roadcaster Pro, yeah. Um, for actually doing our recordings and our little buttons and all that kind of stuff, yeah. which is quite cool. And then we've obviously got a couple of mics. Um, the main mic is obviously the Road Pod mic. Um, which again we tend to use directional mics, um, yeah, purely because that means the sound straight in there, and you don't get a lot of background noise, which you get with condensing mics, which again is a whole other kind of kettle of fish. Um, when we go out and about, we have different kit, don't we? Ian? We do, yeah. So I've got um, one or two mics. Fair enough, you should mention it, yeah. So I've got a number of road um, mics. So I've got there's like. There's the road wireless mics we use. I've got a, a set of two that log into the one um, receiver unit, and then I've got a big one that's that takes batteries. Um, I can't remember the model numbers, but the big ones more like the kind of ones you would see TV presenters wear. You no, know, but it's like Aye. a big pack. Is it and, P two and, and uh, something like that? Yeah, Aye, uh, it's, P2, it's kind of down here somewhere actually. Um, and it's a. Uh, 
Because we that, haven't really utilised that. Okay, you go on. Here we go. Here we haven't utilised that much. Actually, the, we probably should. The, the road link. Yeah, that's the road link. Oh, the road link. Anyway, folks, but anyway, um, and that's like a big one. But that can sit on like a hot shoe on top of your camera and stuff like that. Um, and, and that's a wireless pack, a wireless receiver and a wireless transmitter. And then a lavalier plugs into that. Um, for the for the wee road ones, which are the wee wireless ones, they don't need a lavalier. They're just a wee block. If you watch some of the wireless, the live stuff from um, from Harley eh, or from West Coast Triumph, if you're watching them, then you'll see the wee kind of, there's just like a wee black square that sits in. And there's a lot, like, a lot of people starting to use these. Yeah, lots of reason. And then there's my favourite ones, which are these ones here, which is the DJI ones, right? Which there's are a few copies uh, of these now, but these three DJI ones are um, is what I don't know why I'm pointing this to the camera. This is a this is a <laughs> audio pod. <laughs> why are you pointing at the that's, camera? I know, but it's a DJI wireless camera and it's the DJI what's that officially called? Uh, the DJI Point Mike. Mike. Uh, I'm doing the I'm doing the I've got the old man old man glasses, you know what I mean? I'm doing the old these are tiny wee wireless uh, mics from DJI that come in this wee fantastic wee self-charging box that they're constantly they're really smart. They're, they're really, really good build and quality. Like like the road ones, you can wear them just as a wee mic, or you can put a lavalier through them. So you can put them and hide them away and just have the tiny wee kind of as you know, kind of news newscaster mic that you see. On the telly. So I've got them and I've got them. And then I've got a couple of recording units as well. So I've got a Tascam DK10M2 or something like that, right? And that's a big one that's, that sits, you can actually kind of screw it in at the bottom of a DSLR. All right. And that's and that takes like, that's got like, um, that's say, uh, good um, XLR cables that you can put proper, um, you know, mics to. Um, and it's, it's got your power, your phantom power and all that. Oh, does that, it? That powers those mics, yeah. So, and it takes a, takes a 32 gig sd card they're, they're quite old tech now but they're still really effective you know right. you can change the gain and all that and you can you know you can you can really control the power that's going in at the mic uh, and i quite often use that in comparison with the wee wireless kits so that um it will uh, it will sit and record in a corner but you can you can have your wireless mics on for them uh, and then also a new wee bit of kit here which is the Tascam DR10L. The Tascam DR10L is a tiny wee bit of kit, probably the same size as a Matchbox, um, but actually is a full field recorder. So you just plug it in, you put your memory card in, and you just hit record. And that's um, what I was saying to you. I think I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the Sean likable rider, or whether it's Andy Mancam, but one of those two. Actually, I think has something similar that they record yeah. all there's their a audio. Cascam for the one, there's a Zoom one. You know, there's a couple of them. Uh, you know, and there's different, slightly different versions. There's like, there's like, a, I mean, I got that one quite cheap because it's the older model. But there's a newer model that's got um that's got like Bluetooth in it. So it, you know, there's an app you can link to and you can control it all that way. But it was like it was like way more expensive than that. That was a recommissioned. I don't uh, you know. know, a and I, don't know one, and so. I don't know if I trust the Bluetooth thing. Yeah, it's really more just to set all your levels and all that. Right. You can just do all that. And then well, you on just go to set it, it's in the unit, and then you're on your right. phone, and then you can... Well, I'm, I'm um, all right with that. But again, we, we used that, but what was good about that was is I plugged the, the receiver from the DJI mic into that mm -hmm. and, and recorded. And so that meant that both my mic and your mic were recorded on the one... Yep. 
Uh, and it's all nice and small. You'd have you'd have one each, and then you'd you'd link the two files. You'd do a click, yeah. and you'd link the two files, and you'd you'd, you'd work it that way. But it's kind of that's great for like weddings and stuff like that because you can just stick the mics on, hit record, and thirty two gig uh, a card will give you uh, hours oh, and hours. hours and hours of audio. Oh, you know I mean? hours. Um, you know, and that's thirty. That's thirty two bit audio it records. In do you know what I mean? Because so, I think I've got a sixty four gig card. Yeah. And the Roadcaster Pro that we do the podcasts on, mm-hmm. and it records all channels separately. So that is like it's got what seven, eight channels yeah. in it, including the soundboards and stuff. And that sixty-four bit card gives us like eighteen hours of recording. Yeah. So there's you know, hours the, the battery will run out before the card runs out. <laughs> um, so although it says although these these things won't recognise anything, that that one won't recognise anything bigger than a thirty-two gig card. So you know. You know, a lot of the software only recognises the newer ones are recognising up to like five hundred and twelve gig cards and things like that, right? right. But insane. you know, you I don't think anyone will ever need a five hundred and twelve gig card on a field recorder. You know, that that's that days of audio you're recording. <laughs> like days, do you know what I mean? Um, years of audio you're recording. So um so that that's from an audio perspective what we use. Um I've got some boom mics and things like that for the video production stuff, but we don't use that even remotely on the bike or anything like that, you know. So or even for or even for any other stuff we do, we don't use those mics. So no. you know, um the closest we use is the, the clip on the wireless mics for, for on location. Yes. And I think that's the I when think, we talk about audio recording yeah. on the bike, that's why I think upgrading to the edge, at least one of us, you know I mean, again, hopefully, you know I mean British Airways, thanks very much. Um well I'll upgrade to that. Yeah. Because at least if, if then, that records your audio and my audio talking to you well that will record the whole mesh conversation whole yeah Aye. exactly that's that's ideal you know because you, totally. you wouldn't all need that do you know what i mean no. if you link that if it records it and links it, what does it do record it your phone or does it get a memory card does it record no, i think it records else? in your phone right i think so, it records in the phone you know um so but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure there's there's probably ways around about that ah uh, and of to, course about, absolutely um, you know, so we'll um, we'll work out how that that works. And but if not, the one thing I'm going to attempt to see if I can do is wire up the the field recorder to one of the helmets. Well, that was the so, other thing I was going to say. One of those little field recorders, if we can loop into the circuit, jump in either right. through the edge, nice. wiring wise or whatever, then that might be an alternative. That might be a really good alternative because then, yeah, I mean, you know, not that most most phones have got more than enough on it to record them and probably mm. when you stopped uh yes every night of it, if you're in a five six night trip you'd stop every night and download all that and back it up Aye, and back whatever. It up, put it back so. up again yeah totally so that's all i do recording yeah excellent yeah there we go so that's um you know so it's quite complicated when you think about putting a video on all the bits and bobs that you need yeah um Aye, and then ma- merging it all together and to merge it all together you, you need, need software, you need you know software. I mean? uh, and you know both Darren and I. We both use the Adobe Creative Cloud suite for for um, for video production. So we use um, an audio production. So we use uh, Premiere Pro. We got After Effects sometimes for some little animations. Although there's a few websites that have got some amazing what they call motion graphic templates. You can just download straight into into Premiere Pro and they're all customizable. <sighs> Some of the cool uh, graphics and all the wee kind of things like that, they're brilliant. There's presets you can download. There's, there's lo- because Adobe's an industry standard, there's so much stuff you can get. You do not have to be 
uh, an animator or a creative genius in order to get some amazing oh. stuff and these things. There are people out there that do it for you, and then you, well, you, 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 you pay a, you pay a, a premium to these websites. You pay money to these websites to, to be able to download their, their templates and stuff like that. You know, it's it's only right that people who create that get rewarded for it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, and then the audio side of things, Adobe's got Adobe Edition. Now, you used to use Audacity, wasn't it? Yeah, that, I used to use Audacity because Audacity was completely free and it was really simple free. to use. You could do multi channel and all that stuff in it. And again, if you were setting it at the mm. beginning, that worked for mm. us because we didn't put a lot of cost and stuff into it because we were like, oh, let's no, just no. see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. But once it got had, to the had, point, I had Premiere Enemy for the stuff I do, uh, yeah. Photoshop and things like that. But um, there's loads of free video software, DaVinci. Resolve, I think Canva as well is another free video thing. Aye. Um, you know, and then there's lots of kind of online bits and bobs you can. You I've can downloaded DaVinci and I play with it, and it's you know, I mean, it's, it's see for it being for see the free version, it's Aye. still really quite powerful. It's quite yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Really no, it's a lot of creators use it. Use the free version, absolutely use it. No, without a doubt, and it's a it's a really and you know like like uh, most days of the site I use, but the you know they've got DaVinci stuff on. That they've right. got stuff, you know. You can you create as creative things in DaVinci or for DaVinci as well. You know, it's not there's not as much on it as there is for say Final Cut, which is the Mac, Aye. the standard Mac stuff, and and, and Adobe Premiere Pro, um, and uh, especially After Effects. I mean, After Effects is brilliant, right? That's an an industry standard. Aye, um, special effects. Aye, thing, that's a, I'll be honest. Um, that's a science. If you're building stuff with scratch, it's a bit of a science. You know I mean? uh, as a total um, sense, and I would, you know, I just, I mean, I've tried it a few times and watched some YouTube stuff, and, and I go, do you know what? Yeah, if if I if I just maybe spent five six hours a day getting trained in this thing, I might I maybe <laughs> eventually be able to do it when I'm a hundred. But you know, Aye. um, it's just you know, but other people do it for you, so it's brilliant. Um, uh, so that's I suppose that's audio and video, isn't it? We're talking about, mm-hmm. and then we're talking about what we're doing right now. Um, you know, the the the. Although COVID and all that stuff over the last few years has been really horrible for loads and loads and loads of people, it has been one of those necessities and mother of invention. Mm-hmm. So we've we have now got some really solid, really um, you know, reliable uh, video packages, video um communication platforms, and we use Zoom. And Aye. Zoom's the one we use. We can we it's easy to record, you know, we can be together, we can without actually being in the same room. Although we probably should do one in the man cave soon, we've not been in the man cave for a while. No, but, <clears> but um, we we kind of took but... we kind of took Zoom on purely because it was we were starting to get people on the show that physically yeah. you couldn't have here, and yeah. that's where Zoom just you know, I mean for all we you know we pay that annual subscription, it's mm-hmm. so worth it. Do you know what I mean because right. then it means if. Because obviously, like we don't do this like it's a full time gig. You know I mean, mm-hmm. you know I mean, we do have day jobs. So if there is cases where we do have to kind of get together short notice to put stuff out, yeah, Zoom just happens to be Zoom's the perfect, easiest yeah. way Absolutely. for us to be flexible. Yeah, yeah. But it means then we can bring in a whole rack of other <clears> people <throat> to the conversation. Like the night that we had Colin and um, Matt. Matt and I know the call. We're chatting to Teapot One. You know what I mean. You're on Zoom, so totally. you're, you know he's down in England and we're up here. You know, and the and the as you say, the technology now allows you to do things like record yep. each person's screens and and, okay. and everything. So you're not trying to. It's it's not choosing who you want to see. You can pick that and edit that. Video and it's one of those in. ones you can get the free version of Zoom. It just limits the amount of time yeah. that you can record. I think it's like a forty-five minute meeting, so you could mm-hmm. do it in chunks. 
and then do it that way. Um, but for the sake of just, you mean keeping it constant, it was just like solid. Let, let's just go for it. Let's just yep, yep. take that. So there, that's zoom. So I think I think that's the main bits of tech that we've covered and that we use. You know, um, we've got headphones and stuff as part of the audio. You know, I use Bose sound cancelling ones. Same. Uh, and I've got a Zoom V3 vocal processor. So that's a way of taking my XLR, you know, uh, mic here, a directional mic, and put it in via the PC or via the Mac. So you know, you 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 play it through the actual Roadcaster. Yep. Unit anyway, but for me, I've got that. I've also got a, but I've also got a, I've also, we've also got a mini, a portable one as well. That's there's like a, a mini version of that. There's one that's a big thing. So yeah, there's loads of wee bits and bobs, and you can always find new cool things to do. You know, um, and pick up on and 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 shiny new things to purchase. Oh, I love my gadgets. Yeah. Do you love your gadgets? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I talked about gimbals. I've even got, I've got three different gimbals for my iPhone. I, I have got one for my iPhone as well. It's just, it's... and I've just got the latest one, which is the new Insta three sixty Flow. Oh. Uh, and I think I've taken it out of the packet twice, right? You know, so you know, and I think that kind of probably leads on to how much of this kit do you actually use or uh, want to use? So you know, and how much of it is it is is actually? So there's probably some questions there. Right. Yeah. Now that we've covered a lot of the kit, right? Let's try and kind of bring it to a, yeah, bring yeah. it to a point, right? So let's fire out some let's fire out some thought provoking, right? right? Was the single piece of tech that you couldn't live without? And I'll let you have three, right? Because there is a quite a bit of tech, so there's only th three mm. things that you couldn't live without. Yes, uh, I, I think number one is my quad lock, without a doubt. <laughs> You know, is that tech or is it just a, a way to hold tech? But your quad lock, so that allows well, you. Well, I would give I would give you the quad lock as part of the phone. Aye, so your phone sat now. Yeah, absolutely right. So your phone with with, with a quad lock and sat now, definitely. Because that yeah. does your music as well. Yes, it does all. Yeah, it does. If you play, play music when you're in the bike, yeah, play your music through the bike, everything. Right. What else would I not do without? Um, probably now that I've got it, that hover X one. Because you know, it just it should you know it should just allow you that wee level of a wee extra edge to what you can produce while you're on the road. Yeah, you know, absolutely with one hundred percent. And then those DJI mics are just brilliant. Oh, they are you cool. Know, they are just so good. They are very you cool. Know, um, those they are absolutely superb. Uh, you know, and just to be able to just know that you're. Although I think possibly those plugged into that field recorder is going to be it's going to be a, a, a massive advantage now because we we are going to get the audio and even you know like looking at the the triumph 400 video right now we've got all the audio of everything we've seen i'm just going to cut that up in chunks and put it over the video it doesn't have to match what you're looking at so those videos are the bits of the bite and how they look the finish and all that we can just take chunks of that audio and put it over the top and i think as long as you get all that audio you can always replace the visuals with something cool to look at you know, um, so having that ability to just not lose your audio, you know, and not be limited to only being able to show the stuff that you've talked about, you know, right. is you know, and and having that ability. One of the things I've learned from doing videos and stuff like that, you know, is that you know people don't know, you know, when you're watching a video whether that was recorded at the same time as the video was recorded. You know, you know, being on film sets with John, you know how many times they take it, they do a take or something. 
and then when you're watching the telly, you don't know which take it is. It, and could, you know, it could be the first you know, one, it could be the last one, it could be aye, 80 and, and when you watch something, when they flip between me and you talking, say it was a, a dramatic scene and you and I are talking, to, to the audience member, that's just you and I talking. That's not me talking to you with one camera five times, and you talk to me with the same camera and move around to your face, and then and then a really clever editor bring it all together to make it look aye, like just one or whether that, or, or whether that was on the same day, that conversation aye, start exactly. on one day yeah. and yeah. or finishing the, the they recorded day. that conversation and a, an aeroplane flew overhead so they had to get you in at a studio and record it again aye it's just you know? aye, so, it's mental aye so there you go that's my that's my bits of cat um, I would go with the phone I'd mm -hmm. go to have my phone purely for you yeah. I mean you can pretty much take pictures and day sat nav and day your music and all that on your phone so I would say your phone for sure I mean, yeah. um, assuming you get a don't underestimate the power of using your phone as your camera. You know, oh, if you've absolutely. got that gimbal or something, you know, nowadays, oh. I mean, the, the iPhone cameras are just brilliant, you know, aye. and the Samsung, you know, some of the Android cameras are just incredible, right? Eh? Oh, aye. you know, absolutely. Aye, totally. you know? yeah. Um, the I'm torn, I'm torn between stuff for the bike. I'm doing Natalie and Brugler, but tell us what it is, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm torn between stuff for the bike or stuff for the show. Right, Aye. again, probably a camera of some description. I would mm. need a camera of some description to record the stuff. And I and I'm going to say Adobe Edition, purely because Aye. the amount of time saved. I mean, I can I literally can produce the show after we've recorded it in literally like thirty minutes. And have it live in thirty minutes, just because I've now got it set up to the point where I literally can just drag and drop everything in, and it's only if there's certain little bits that I need to edit, may it take a that, couple. Of we know about longer. you, but yeah, and absolutely, it's just. But it's just so much quicker. The it's fine in addition when addition was the only thing that I knew, uh, no addition, audacity. audacity. Um, but seeing new having had addition, and having it on you know in a more powerful computer. No brainer. No brainer. It saves us so much time. And you don't have that fear that, oh my God, if this doesn't load, what have I got today? Mm. And you get the show out and all that kind of stuff. So, aye, addition probably for me. Nice. Um, right, okay. So you're allowed one camera, right? One camera. What camera would it be? That's well, a good shout, isn't it? That's a really good shout. Um, Probably the uh, the Insta three sixty because it can be an action cam, it can be a three sixty cam. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and and it it's just got that versatility. What it doesn't have is the ability to do things like put different filters and things. If you want to start to get cinematically creative, okay. but that's that's a different that's a different thing we're doing if we start doing that kind of thing. To be able to just get out there, record something, have that flexibility of being able to control it in post. And just, you know, that's to me is just a, a an amazing bit of kit. Absolute amazing bit of kit. Now I've got the X2, you've got the X3. And, um, I think to get, I, th I think the only thing I would say is the trouble is they're expensive, right? Oh, especially Especially the bigger sensor stuff, but... The the low light stuff in it's the only really disappointing thing I think for these for these cameras because the the control of ISO and everything isn't as good as say like a, a Nikon Z six right no. so you know um, and and you know if if you were 
asking about my whole I'd world. Pick my Z six two, right? I wouldn't. I would that be the one I would do without because that's just you know the versatility of lens changes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but everything. Yeah, but the X two, if it's about this podcast and creating stuff, content on the go, Insta three sixty X two, all day. Aye, I'd, I'd like to get one with a bigger sensor that can handle lower light situations better. I would agree with that. The X three, it lasts far better than a GoPro. The yeah. battery lasts so much longer than a GoPro. The X two battery isn't brilliant, but I've got spare batteries. I just need to remember to change them. I honestly <laughs> the X. The X3 battery, I've got three batteries for the X3 mm-hmm. and recording nearly pretty much all that trip every day. I was, you mean, had enough battery to record, you mean, all that hours of riding. Um, obviously, I would stop it when we stopped at breaks and stuff like that or stopped it for coffees and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which yeah. in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done. I should have actually got more off the bike footage off the bike stuff yeah Aye, uh-huh. and should have maybe did some more with the audio side of stuff um but there you go you live and learn lessons learned for next time um yeah. but yeah the okay. x3 x3 okay. you back i thought i had it just lying there to, to to tell you about but i've got the remote control for the x2 i think it's the gps remote control for the x2 so expensive only, bit of kit by the way i it's um, not cheap i think i got it as a I got it as, as part of a package when I bought it, right? But um, uh, but it obviously it controls the GPS, but it allows you to, you can just put it on the handlebar of the bike, so that way it's you know you're you're, you're all, yeah on and off. Aye. Boop. Aye, that is the only thing. That, Depending yeah. where you have the bike, that is a cool thing to have. You can connect it to your phone and do it through the app on Bluetooth. Yeah. But again, then you have not only that. That's that's then it. taking power out. That taking more power out your camera and taking more power out your phone. So you've, you've got to balance that usability with yes. longevity of use. Yes, you know what I mean, definitely. Yeah. But I again, as you say, it's, it's that flexibility because you can have it as a front-facing camera, a rear-facing camera. You can have it as a three-sixty camera. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can pop yeah. up on a. You know what I mean? I've got some the, the latest video we've got um, that I pop of the trip. Mm-hmm. There's a nice kind of swooping down shot Aye. of the Calescu Bridge and again that was with the big massive three metre selfie stick that you gave Aye, me Elena. You, didn't, you, did, you didn't think it would fit anywhere. <laughs> I actually had to go in my roll top bag because it wouldn't go in my would you quit. But in terms of TJ's been able to prop that up and then just doing almost like a kind of drone shot but that's mm. probably where that little new drone you've got would have been ideal yeah, because totally. you just yeah. popped it up and did a nice pan run or fucking zoomed away out and on a bird's eye. The bird's eye's quite cool. Aye, just goes directly up. Just goes you know? directly up. So there would have been nice stuff in there, but I you do get a lot of flexibility in that. And it's so small, it literally could just you could put it in your pocket. Do you know what I mean? It literally just slots away. So there you go. And 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 we've never really explored it on the bike stuff, but some of the AI stuff of the of the the, the features that you you know the kind of oh in the app. The shots in the app that oh, you can aye. do some of them are really really fun. Aye, if you cool if, and funky, do you know what I mean? If you knew, if you take time to go through the app and see what kind of footage you need to get yeah. in order for that Story to match your shots a bit and everything, aye, then it's literally a case of you just go that video in there and it just goes and creates this awesome little video for you. It's quite amazing. Mm. We should probably absolutely. experiment more with that actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's the one bit of kit you've bought? And either haven't used or used once and never again. 
half the stuff that I've got sitting in a box, I think, to be honest. <laughs> 64.3% <laughs> of it. Yeah. Uh, very disappointed with the drift. Um, used it a couple of times and just didn't get the, the results I was kind of looking for. I felt you, you just get a better, better option with the Insta360 stuff like that, so I think that's a bit of a waste of money, you know, from that point of view. Um, I've bought lots of EDAF stupid remote controls and things like that for cameras that actually become too footy and awkward to use, so you just tend to go, I'll just press the button on the camera, it's fine, you know. Um, uh, because it's not a camera you use a lot anyway. No. As well. Um, I'm trying to think what else from a point of view. That I've hardly used, you know, it's it's kind of hard. I've tried to using, um, I suppose it's not so much gimbals, you know. I tend you tend to no use gimbals very often unless you're doing some creative stuff, um. But to be saying that we have used them, so I, I wouldn't say that I've never used them, um. You know, um, at the minute that Insta three sixty four that what I've had I've used once, so but I, I do intend to use it. I think I hope. Um, it's just a hobby, yeah. You know, at some point, the you know, um, um, but it's you know, but there's, I mean, there's loads of wee mounts and loads of wee kind of daft, stupid things that I've bought and went, nah. I bought a kind of double mount thing so I could put two action cams, one point four. Oh, that's point right. Back. So you did that. Yeah, and I just we we're going to use that just, in here. I we're going to use it in there, and that was fine for that. But the minute you put it on a bike, it was you know, it, it just went more actually, you know, especially with the Triumph. You know, when you sit a bike, when you sit a front facing um that, cat camera on it, it's it's looking through the it's going through the screen, so everything's all distorted, so it looks rubbish. And that's where that's where if you just stick your three sixty up, you can actually exactly, yeah. you can actually just take the footage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you take it. I mean I, if you get a the, the three sixty on a chin mount on your helmet, you you're, you're sorted. Although you know? I do want to try putting it in my mouth and running. I know I've seen that. <laughs> get to the guy. Because a guy dressed up like a bumblebee, does it? Dead funny. He's brilliant. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just for shits and giggles. Just um, for me, exactly. for me, it's probably the gimbal. It's probably the one thing I've used a little of. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I think the only time it's been really used is um, Sydney took it out and used it um, for some shots on one of the videos that we did. I don't know if it was the install video of something or, uh-huh. and but that's. I I just don't I just can't get to grips with it. Do you know what I mean? It's just I just can't get to grips with it. And it's probably something I should go and experiment more with and play with. Yeah, but. yeah, no, absolutely. I think if you're if you're doing the thing is so a lot of the videos that you want to do, like instructional videos, you just need a static camera pointing down at the box and opening the box. Uh-huh. Or you need a camera pointing at the, the, the bike as you talk talk to the talk to the camera or whatever. Do yep. you know what I mean? You're not trying to make a Hollywood movie here. You know what I mean? So no. you know, um, yeah, although, but, although in fairness, right, that's kind of where we want to get to. We do. Everything, we like to wa- everything to. wants to look like it's just came out of Hollywood. Exactly, as opposed <laughs> to Linwood. So, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, mean, Hollywood used to be called Hollywood Land, so in, in, instead of Minge Land. You know aye, what I mean? so, that, right now, that's where those come out of, Minge Land. Exactly, you know exactly, mean? so, you know. Cool. Yeah. Um, Any kit? But what would kit you, you would want on your wish list? What anything that you'd like to have on your oh wish man, list? Man, there's, there's a length as thingy as long as you. I'm still swithering with the new iPhone, just because the camera on it. Um, mm. 
Behind. That five times ten if it was in were brilliant, but anyway. I know. Um I would like another decent action cam. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what because you're right, the ghost put me off ghost. I don't think you could justify buying another three sixty. But but a bit extreme. Um and but, but, you, but there's, GoPro's there's, battery there's a, life there's a, shit. There's an Insta three sixty one point three inch or something, isn't there? A one and a third inch, which is like a bigger kind of modular one. That's what I would like. Ooh. I think that'll not be cheap. No, it's about seven or eight hundred pounds or something. Ah, uh, exactly. But I think the low light work and everything in it's incredible. Um, DJI are just about to announce the DJI Mini Four. So, Ooh. see, that's well. the one thing I've got. The I've got the. Is it the eight, the Mavic Air? I've got. Which mm. I think was the first one. And again, it's one of those ones. For a while, I used it, but then it just got a bit of a faff having to put your phone in it and open up the thing and it's just it was like well, and, and now think, with, with all the new regulations and everything you know and all the Karens out there and the Mr Karens and the Mrs Karens you see a drone up you know even though you're following all the drone code and I, and I have to say you know I, I'm, I, I don't think you should be putting these things up unless you're following all the rules properly because if you don't follow the rules then it just they'll just bring in worse rules and then you can not be able to fly these things at all. Right. Um, you know, think carefully about what you're doing. Don't be flying it over your, your no, neighbor's garden when they're out sunbathing and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? I've got the big typhoon, Aye. which is just a stonkingly good drone. Um, but again, it now falls into that bracket. You know, when it came with the same flight case and everything, but it now Aye. falls into that bracket where I remember when you first got it. Can kind of fly it? Mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But what you know, I would like is something the same size as the Mavic, but it has a dedicated hand unit. Yeah. That you can yeah. literally just well, take well, it out, switch it on. Well, that's, and there you go. My, the, DJI, the, the new DJI Mavics now can come with that. So the, my, my, my Mini Mini 3 Pro has its own remote control by a screen. Aye. You don't, you don't need the phone for it anymore. It still takes ages to... Turn, that, that, that's the difference between that and the hover. The hover, you just open it up, press a button within a minute... It's not flying. You've taken this video and it's back in your pocket again. The DJI, you've got to turn it on. You've got to, it's got to then link up to the drone. It's then got to establish yourself to a minimum or something like 11 satellites. It's then got to check with the apps to give you, make sure you've got permission to fly there. Uh-huh. Then it gives you permission to fly. And then you and then you can put it up there. Do you know what I mean? And once you've done all that, it can do some amazing stuff. Absolutely. Oh, I like proper you know, follow me and all that kind of stuff. It's all that stuff, right? Really Brilliant. cool. But, you know, as you say, it's a faff. Yeah, but it's a faff. So, but again, we're, it's just a faff. Mm-hmm. Another thing I would quite like is some decent lighting, because the lighting in here is fine. You know what I mean? But it's naked for recording. I'd like a dedicated light. I think. Do you know what I mean so that if we are if I am recording, I can control my lighting better in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if yeah, we're doing yeah. unboxing I've, I've stuff, I've got like that, sets of lighting for that. Oh, I totally. Do you know what I mean? But, um, but even even then, I would probably want some more kind of um, not lighting, but like reflectors and and masks and things like that. Mm-hmm. All those kind of things, and to, to to help me control the light that I've got. But I I would also like more powerful lighting because you know. Do you know? You know do you know the one thing that's really on my 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 purchase list. New bike. Aye, well that's it. Don't get me wrong. Could it be a, a, a multi strada V4? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know because I'm honestly genuinely swithering whether is there any need to have a bike that size? Because 
we were away in that adventure run couple of, last month, and yeah. I was following a guy on a tiger. I think it was an eight fifty sport. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been an eight hundred actually, right? And he was gunning it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely gunning it. Do you know what I mean? And it's not as if he, like, there's a couple of times I passed them on certain bits of road and stuff like that. Mm. But, you know what I mean? It's not as if he was lagging behind and you were going, oh, come on, move. He was fair shifting. And you're going, is there any real, do you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, a couple of times I passed them, I was probably just edging over the speed limit slightly. Um, yeah, just, just a tad, just, just a, a tad. tad. Nationals! Um, hi, Nationals. Um, and also, it was on bits of road that I knew and could mm-hmm. see, and you know what I mean there was a chance for an overtake that you know what I mean some people might not take overtake on, aye, aye, but because aye, I sure. knew the road and could see far enough and whatever, I just took it. And you've but, done your, 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 you know, your advancement. Aye, so, and I'm know, always so. on the lookout for. You know what I mean, is there a is there a take there? Is there a take there? If I need it, um, aye. but it's one of those ones. It's, it's not as if he was getting away. Do you know what I mean? If I was on an eight hundred behind him. I'd have probably made the same manoeuvre and still had mm-hmm. enough power there to do it. So I'm like, do you, do you really need like a big V4S or do you go for like a 900? You know what I mean? Whether it be a BMW or the Caty or whatever. And then you're always in the fun zone. Aye, aye, aye exactly, yeah. yeah so, it's, it's always, it's always a, an, an interesting thing to do, you know, to think about. Because like, you, you know, how many times... How many times are you are you at top speed in the bike? You don't want to be. You want to be in twisties and you want to be in fun roads that actually you're you're speeding up and slowing down. You want that fun zone, middle range, high torque, scooting about. You know that's that's you're right. You don't need a twelve hundred or an eighteen hundred. You don't need a big no. massive Harley Davidson cruiser to get that. You you just want, you know. I mean, let let's be honest. As soon as we get a shot of those four hundreds. We'll probably will like come off with big grins going, that was great fun. Aye, because because you're in that you're in, you're in, you're in that peak you know power I mean? band all the time Aye. because that's you're, you're just yeah. I don't say you're thrashing it, but you're like, Way do you know what I mean? And it's only when you get on a motorway you then go, mm, listen, you've got underpowered, especially if Aye. it has to Aye. put a roll bag or a top box or something on it, it then becomes a bit labelled. But that's not to say that yeah. You go out and buy. I mean, I, I still can't quite believe that people take pillion passioners on a Mach One Two Five Mongrel. I don't know how the hell they've ever managed to do that, but there we go. Wee. Yeah. Aye. If I if I should go now, twenty five miles an hour. Aye. <laughs> Pedal faster. Um, but each to their own, I suppose. But I. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We shall see. We shall see we what shall, comes yes. in the next few months. There's some big. There's some big news yeah. coming. Don't get me wrong. The the new M thousand XRs coming out, which just looks like an absolute weapon. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like street hawk weapon. Do you know what I mean? It's like so futuristic looking. However, I have concerns now, having sat on the S having sat on the thousand XR mm-hmm. that was in Triumph last week, and albeit it had a Wonderlick seat on it, it wasn't a standard seat that was on it. And it But was, that was still a BMW seat though. And apparently. It was a bit uncomfy. I, can I can I try to pinch your bum? Didn't it? it, was it like, uh, well, I was a bit. No, that may not be the bike fault. Felt that violated. Be, that may be my arse's fault. But yeah, well, still, no. I have concerns. Do you know what I mean? I do have concerns. I do like the nine hundred Aragon Rally. I think that's a beautiful looking thing. Do you know what I mean? Is a nice and, bike, and it's not that you could buy one and fully spec that up and still not be anywhere near the cost of a standard 
large adventure bike Aye. or you know what I mean you just look and think there's probably more value for money and you can get a bike that really suits what you're going to use it for yeah. with all the toys and stuff on it when Nicola went to buy that she bought a ninja when she went to order a ninja the one thing I said there was you've had all, you got this money back right for the finance company that you right. didn't expect to have therefore it's going to make a, a fair dent in your deposit therefore buy the bike you want right As, again I mean assuming it fits you and whatever but if you right. want extras on it buy those extras get the get the bike that you mean that you then go I don't think you had anything to this bike it's got everything I could yeah. possibly yeah. want with the exception of a quad lock do you know what I mean it does come with a phone holder thing on it, but I don't know how good it is. It's part of their touring pack. And then she went, oh, I did quite like that, and I quite like that. And I'm like, if you bought all those bits extra, you'd be as well just buying the two pack. You'd be as well buying the touring pack and the performance pack Aye. because it will cost you around the same money and you get all these extra bits thrown in. And she went, ah, that's fair enough. So I'll just go for it. So that, that's, my, that's where my thinking's at now. I'm thinking, do I really need... Like an entry level BMW 1300 GS, mm-hmm. when you could buy the 900. Uh, I fully GS, expect 900. I fully expect 900 GS or a Tiger 900 Rally Aragon fully yeah. loaded. Yeah. Or do you know what I mean? It's one of those ones. But I think, uh, especially when when you're probably looking for your next bike, there'll be loads of offers on. There'll well, be loads of cool stuff. I mean, try and did the whole uh, luggage free luggage mm-hmm. thing. You know, and uh, you'll be BM will do the same, and all these kind of will they'll be they'll be up the right point. You'll know when it's right to buy that bike. Aye, you know, aye, and I'm quite. And don't get me wrong, I'm really happy on the pan. The new, the panel probably mm-hmm. day me through the the island island tour next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I might need to put. I probably need to put new tires on it by that point, right enough. And I probably aye. quite like to put new rubber on it before we go. Um. So it's one of those ones, um, but then once the kind of we get to midpoint of the season, then it's uh, well, maybe even before that, it's going to be let's start to get and test ride loads of things that we know is definitely not get a major overhaul. Yeah, slight yep, facelift yep. you can put up with, but a major overhaul so that you can Aye. start to narrow that shot list in. And plus, it gives us some really cool content because we can test yep. drive hurdles of shit. I know, especially with all these hundreds of cameras that I clearly have. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> you've never ever used, never Aye. used so. it, it's going to be like fucking quadrophenia you know what I mean instead of headlamps it's just going to be cameras I mean let's get the paparazzi mobile do you know what I mean I know Probably. but uh, but there you go anyway um, conclusion there isn't really any conclusion is there I think the conclusion is that tech is cool and shiny and press the button oh I love my gadgets and there's, there's a conclusion I think <laughs> it's like I mean for me uh, one of the things that, that I loved about getting into photography and filmmaking was the amount of shitty wee gadgets you can buy oh, and right. the amount of really cool gadgets you can buy. Do you know what I mean? And add on top of that, biking, and you just have the ability to just gadget up whenever you want. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is you don't have to go nuts. Like if you, if you, you I mean, you could buy a cheaper camera. I mean, as, as you say, as long as it was like, 1080 or you know, I mean 2.7k mm-hmm. you know I mean you could get away with filming little bits and making little videos on DaVinci mm-hmm. and you could do it yeah. on the cheap do you know what I mean yeah. 
or you could go out and buy a proper bit of kit. So go out and buy a 360X3, which yep. again, you know, means like 500 quid if you include the motorbike kit. Mm-hmm. But you could still edit it in DaVinci, and that gives you so many options in terms of views and angles. And, and it's not that you can take that same bit of footage and you can cut it for the front, you can cut it for the side, you can cut it. You know what I mean, there's so much stuff mm. you can do with that. Yeah, Just those, yeah. that one file. You know I mean, is it? You know I mean, or you could go daft and literally go right and go buy an X3 and a, a twelve black GoPro and a this and a that mm-hmm. and a, you start to li- literally riddle the bike up and buy. So uh, again, you can do it on the cheap. Yeah, I'd also think though that the, the more stuff you put on the bike, the less the more you're taking away the look. I mean, like ma, you don't want to see a Triumph Speedmaster. Covered yeah, loads tech. of cameras sticking at the front. You, you want to see this classic, modern classic looking like Aye. the old school bike is supposed to look like. You want when you roll into a town or a village, you want people to, you want the old guys to be looking going, Oh, I remember having a bike when I was a wee boy, son. Do you know Aye. what I mean? Whereas you, buy an, ev- kind of you buy an adventure bike, you can get away with pretty much both of them, and it doesn't really matter. So. Everybody looks and goes, Oh, fucking GS wanker. Even though it's no GS, you just Aye. get tarnished for that brush. Um, and again, it just doesn't. The fact that my bike's got like extra clamps and bits and bobs stuck to the, would you call it? It, does, it, add, it adds, adds to the adventure look of it. it does, do you know what I mean? Because so. you know, and if you get, I mean, because you expect engine guards and all that kind of stuff. So these bikes are, are look right with bits hanging off them. Right. You know, whereas the Speedmaster, you know, looks will look rubbish with bits hanging off it you know unless I mean? you get a, unless you get nice chrome brackets for putting your camera on and then a nice chrome camera i <sighs> absolutely yeah you imagine me trying to keep that clean when i can't keep your bike clean no, that's, that, a that's a good point and again so I think, as you see in conclusion cameras um gadgets are gadgets and we love them so, aye. So. again it, and i suppose it depends if you might just record little runs that you do either with mates or by yourself or whatever go for it just you can make you be be warned you will get obsessed do you know what i mean you will get yeah, obsessed yeah. and 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 uh, i think the, the the scary thing is that there's there's the minute you buy a bit of tech it's out of date oh aye, no, there is that uh, you know the minute you buy a bit of tech it is out of date all right you know? and then you're going to spend the fortune on sd cards yeah. and, oh, and the, the, i mean nikon have just released a, a new mirrorless camera that actually looks retro right and I'm going. How cool would that be? You just to get your retro mirrorless camera. So you you, you jump off your modern classic old school looking motorbike. You whip out what looks like an old school camera to be taking your photographs and all that kind of stuff, you know. And you're going. But actually, it's no. pretty much the same spec as my Z6 camera. Do you know what I mean? No. That's don't you know, do it. You know, but it's don't two times it. the price. And you're going. Aye, you don't need Aye, that. Don't do, you know? don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And uh, there you go. That's it yep. for episode 39. A wee bit longer. But again, we did have some substantial news tonight. And then yeah, again... Good, good news, actually. Got a lot of interesting stuff there. Yeah, aye, it's only going to get bigger. So again, thanks for listening to us and our ramblings here in the cave and supporting for us, supporting yep. us every episode. Um, massive thanks to everyone who listens, follows, comments, supplies, really dodgy place names. Um, keep them coming because we do like them oh yeah um, absolutely and if you haven't checked out some of our stuff on YouTube again we're trying to put more we're getting more content on there we're starting to make a bit of an effort to get content on there um, yep. so get on there and check some of our stuff out um, 
again, remember these are just the opinions of a couple of average bakers. Yeah, massive, massive thank you from all of us here. <laughs> so if you did enjoy it, do please like, share, and more importantly, subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with questions or a possible big question, along with uh, all the funny place names and everything and weird rides that you would find at Mingeland, uh, do please get in touch via email <laughs> at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com averagebikersinacave all one word or get in touch via our Facebook page or the gram get in touch by the gram the Instagram um, and uh, we will see you in the next episode folks oh we've got a stinger up do you know, do you know what I was thinking do you know what I was thinking and people can let us know actually we should probably think see towards the end of the year now how, we, yes. now how, now how towards Christmas time Right, and we put a kind of Christmassy episode out. We normally have a rant episode where we literally yes. have a free for all, getting our soapboxes and stuff like that. We should probably maybe see if anyone out there that would be interested in joining for the rant episode. Yes, if you'd like to come on and just rant with if us, if you'd like to come on and rant yes. with us, then we, we could, could call it Ranta at... Claus, couldn't we? Oh, that's genius. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Look at that Ranta Claus episode. That's quite. That may be a thing I think we could look at for December. We could have a Ranta yep. Claus episode and just any of those people that you know, contribute or want to come on. Even if you've never commented in before but feel you want to be part of the show, then we yep. could get you on and we could do a bit of a Ranta Claus. I think that'd be quite cool. I think Still, you, still in Power Sports, give us a shout, you know, if you want to come on. Oh, know. I bet he's got some rants. I bet he's got a few grants, but I mean, he's anything broadcastable, I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, know, true. But yeah, cool. Let us know. Uh, the TO. We've not mentioned the TO in this episode. No, we haven't so mentioned the TO. We've got to give a shout out. Yeah, no. if you want to come in and just rant about the price of nappies, on you come, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's it, you know? But let us know because, again, we're in September, so there's only maybe three or four episodes left um, this year. Before Ranta Claus. Well, there's only probably a couple before Ranta Claus, but yeah, let's, mm. let's do that. Um, and let us know, and then we can. We'd love to, to have you on. We, as we talked about tech wise, we can get Zoom, Zoom exactly. is uh, the way forward. Yeah, you can even date Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Yeah, date mobile. Date mobile. We'll get you on, folks. So yes, please. Uh, that's a good shout. Yeah, for so for the rant of close episode, if anyone's interested, let us know. Get in touch. Uh, as we said, you can do that via our Facebook page or Instagram. So. Um, or email is at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com so we will see you in the next episode ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls so until next time remember only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of the car window the diamond dogs have struck again <laughs>